Hi, this is Dr. Derek Pitts at the Franklin Institute Science Museum, Chief Astronomer, also known as Universal Tribble. You're listening to Black Tribbles. Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. Also follow us at Black Twitter. Or Black Twitter. Yes. It's yes. not just Black Twitter, guys. Twitter. Right. Now it's Black, Black Twitter. Twitter. Yes. It's we called Twits. Yeah, Black people now have their own their Twitter. Their own Twitter, yeah. Twitter old biddies. Where you can use less letters <laughs> to get your point across. You only get 13 characters to get your point across. <laughs> UB, I see you by the BRB. Just lots of yummies. Yummy, yummy. You know what I'm talking John. I'm by saying. The, I had to explain yummy to somebody one time. That's difficult. The greatest phrase in, in human history. Because you take six letters, you take a sentence of six words and break it down to six letters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. That's beautiful. <laughs> I mean. That's beautiful. Only black people can come up with that. It is your black triple. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, three unlimited, five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation, Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners reported with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. Coming to you live from the 215, this is Black Tribbles, yeah! We are live from WPPM 106.5 FMLP, Philadelphia, coming to you live, listening to folks in Philly and Camden and interwebs and everywhere in between. This is Kennedy, also known as That Mikey Chick, also known as Storm Tribble, and I am joined in, wait, and I'm joined in studio (laughs) by... (laughs) Um, it's your girl, Ariel, uh, your friendly neighborhood comic and coffee slinger, a.k.a. Lucky Number 7, a.k.a. The Amalgam Triple, a.k.a. The Newly Minted Uncanny Triple. I won't say, say speak it. my other names. No, I'll give Lynn a break today. Oh, that's nice of you. It's the pony day, so I'll, I'll be nice. Oh, Friendship <laughs> is magic. Friendship is magic. <laughs> that's right. Friendship is magic. In fact, joining us here uh, in studio is the one and the only. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yane Adia Moran, also known as Adia Cosplay, a.k.a. Pinkie Pie Tribble. Pinkie Pie <laughs> Tribble herself is in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, live as we go over our top 10 ponies. That's right. For the top 10 summer, uh, we are taking it there. Who knew that someone is rough and tumble as me and sitting here and watching my little ponies? But I do. It's the truth. Be mad. <laughs> remember that story about how you got there? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the phone lines are open. 
Of course, you can hit us up here uh, at studio at 215-923-WPPM. Once again, that is 215-923-9776. You can hit us up on the Facebook Live, those of you who are watching us at home and at sea and in space, because we out there. Um, Follow us on uh, Twitter at Black Tribbles. Uh, Really, all those social media at Black Tribbles. Hit us up wherever you would like to, um, and and those are our pertinents. So, yes, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Yane, my why I got into My Little Ponies. Well, I just want to state for the record, right, that I watched it when it was on the air in the 80s. So I was like first edition, like original, like... Gen 1. <laughs> yeah, Generation 1. That's what it's called. I forgot. There's like a proper term for it. I don't know what your familiarity with it is, Ariel. Well, no, I watched it as a, a, a child, but it wasn't one of those things that impacted me in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I do... I always remember... I don't even remember everybody's name because with the new series are they are they newly named same names oh, is it the same there, name some of their different? some of their personalities are different. different okay but there was definitely a rainbow dash before and a Pinkie pie okay because i remember um and a twilight sparkle i think i think they already i may have blended like uh old characters into one single new one they may have blended some in okay in i got you <laughs> i just i mean my i guess my most profound memory of my little ponies is that uh, my older sister had a Pegasus and I just had a regular pony. I was like, why does hers have wings? I just remember being like, <laughs> this is unfair. Yeah, and she probably, you know, you know, brought down like the strong arm of being older and I may be more aware and was like, but Ma, I want this one. So give her that one. I don't know what happened, mm. but I, but I remember being like, I don't have no wings. <laughs> well, and, we, and I was mad about that. We found out that there is no, no such thing wrong with the earth pony. No, there isn't. Actually, We'll get to it. Right. So for those of you who are unaware with My Little Pony somehow, some way, um, it is uh, Generation 2, started back in 2010, I want to say. It's in its like eighth season, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, basically taking some liberties with the original My Little Pony and then revamping it and making it a little bit more accessible for for children in the 21st century. Um, And I, I was not on board from Jump Street initially with this gen 2 i'll be perfectly honest i was like this is unnecessary (laughs) it's the reboot no one asked for and then way 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 back in the day if you all remember in triple nation we had a show about bronies on g-town radio and all of us as grown folk were like how this is upsetting it's grown behind men watching this (laughs) girls show like small like small child girls show and we you know opened up the forum to see if anyone in you know the atmosphere the listening sphere whatever was a fan of the show and and why and this guy called in i I can't remember his name i feel terrible um but he called in and he he was very very soft-spoken and you could tell it was like a lot of effort for him to be speaking to people that could Mm -hmm. you know not see him or know him or anything and he was just very you could tell it was a lot and we asked him, you know, explain yourself. Why do you like My Little Ponies? And he was like, well, I like Friendship is Magic because I'm shy. And I was like, okay. And he tells this heartbreaking story about how, as a person, he was just very introverted and didn't like crowded spaces and had a hard time making friends and and just preferred to stay home and read books and take care of his turtle or something. He had some pet, some very inclusive, like, or not inclusive, uh, introverted pet as well. And he was like, I have a very small circle of friends, and 
they accept me for being a little sad sometimes and a little shy sometimes. And it, it was really hard for me to find those friends. So I resonate with Pinkie, or not with Pinkie Pie, with um, Fluttershy. Fluttershy. And yeah. how all of her friends, even though she's got friends that are rambunctious and, and out there and brave and strong and glamorous, and she's just like, I really just want to read and have tea with my birds, you know? <laughs> she's and, all species animal whisperer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's animal whisperer. And um, he was like, I really, appreci- I really appreciated seeing myself in a show. You know, it, it made no difference to me that it was a, a children's show because at the end of the day, they're trying to show you, like, how to be a good person anyway. So it was just really important to him to see himself represented and, and to see that there was hope for him to find friends and acceptance, even though he was, quote unquote, different. And I was just like, that is that is beautiful. Like, you're crying. You know, I was so caught up by that. So it made me go back and, and watch some of the episodes. And the first season was hard. I'll be honest. It was hard. <laughs> it was a hard one. So brutal. But once I got into it and once you start connecting with the main six, then it's it's on from there. You got to find right. out. And, and, and what's cool about it is that the show is continuing to progress. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not completely caught up. I don't know where you're at. You know? I'm just catching up to the end of seven, season seven, like as in the last couple of weeks, because I had missed the season finale or something like okay, that. Okay. So you're mm-hmm. caught up. You're catching up to season seven. Yes. Ariel, have you gotten a chance to get into it? Have you so, bounced around? No. So I didn't bounce around because I, uh, I'm all about, uh, Continuity. Continuity. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. I was like, okay. I was like completion? No. Con- yeah, continuity. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to watch it out of order. Mm-hmm. I'm already mad because I kind of got spoilered because uh, uh, Twilight Sparkle's look changes. Yes. Because oh, I was definitely looking at pictures. Twist. I was like, I watched, a, I was like, I watched 20 some episodes. I don't I'm, remember her I, getting I, no wings. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I am. Ninety nine percent certain she did not have wings, and so yep. then I had to go back and I was like, "Wait, there are two versions of her." So I've just spoiled myself, which is I'm very very talented I did it, at that. I did it to myself too because yeah. I even ran into you, Yane. I was like, "Um, we were asking about I don't marks. remember yeah. when she homegirl when homegirl with wings." Yeah, and yeah. she was like, "I don't want you. season four. Yeah. I was like, "All right," yeah, yeah. so I knew where where to when, look for when it. you expect mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but I gotta stop doing that. I like spoiling myself for Battlestar. It's a whole thing. It's like because I start researching uh, as I'm watching. And then I'm like, you fool. No, no, no. But you just yeah. gotta watch it. Yeah, so I so I watched all of season one and I am in the very beginning of season two. Okay. I will say I do not remember cartoons having so many episodes per season because I I tend to watch things while I work. Mm-hmm. And um I had been watching ponies all day, like from eight AM until like three AM. Okay. Into the into the morning, night, whatever you want to call it. And I was like paused it just to see where I was and I was like, season I was like, I'm just in season mm-hmm. two. I was like, how is that possible? Because like, they show them every day. <laughs> how is that possible? They show them every day. And you know what? It, without giving away too much about season three, what I can tell you is because of the length, season three is the only season that had only thirteen episodes. And yeah, that'll be that's a story behind it in itself too. Later on, that we can talk about. So <laughs> I, I almost I don't know how we're gonna get into some of these ponies if you haven't seen if you're not close to where well i'm not i mean so i know the the core six i have my i have my favorite pony okay um and i did and it's funny because it's one of those things i was not excited to watch my little ponies but they actually had me at hello because that the the um i guess the pilot which Mm -hmm. is like a little mini movie Mm -hmm. um with midnight moon and Mm -hmm. i was like this was fantastic Mm -hmm. and so i was I was I'm in pulled it. in. Yes. Yeah, pulled in. I, it's it's surprising how epic some of these story arcs mm-hmm. can get. Like I, 
again, I just came into watching it like, okay, well, let's see what the big deal is. And then probably around season three, season four, when the stakes get higher, mm-hmm. you're like, what? What? There were times where I actually had to pause it and get up and walk away and process <laughs> what I just watched. And then I have to be like, wait, this is a kid's show. And I just had to stop and walk away from it. So without further ado, let's let's get right into it. Let's, uh, uh, Yane, let's start with you. Okay. Give me one of your top ten ponies for top ten summer right here on Black Travel. This was so difficult. I had to study it over, but of course at the top of my list is Pinkie Pie. How could you not? <laughs> Pinkie Pie, the one that always likes to throw a party and always loves to see her friends happy. It's so true. that is the main reason why I like her so much. And I, I have to be honest, even as an adult, I wish I had her energy. I mm-hmm. so wish I had her energy so I can carry on the regular day. But she always, regardless of whatever goes on, seems to see things in a very positive light, even as insane as the situation might be. True. That's what I love about her so much. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. Should I go with the list or are we going to? We're going to go around. I, did you have any remarks on Pinkie Pie, Ariel, before I, I talk about my home girl? <laughs> no. I, so Pinkie Pie, she definitely has the most energy. Yeah. Um, and... I, I like Pinkie Pie, but I feel, I was like, man, if I was in her friend group, I'd just be like, Pinkie, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired they today. They all tired of Pinkie. <laughs> it's like, I'm tired today, so can we turn it down just a little bit, just a little bit. But she, but she is, she's so thoughtful and so sweet, and the, the, um, the Cutie Pie, the Cutie Mark episode where you find out how everybody got their Cutie Mark and, yeah. and mm-hmm. how she wanted to just make her family happy because they were living this very drab, right. uncolorful life. And I think all her family, they're like, gray yes mm-hmm. all this and and she's like this pink one i just thought i thought that was beautiful because you know sometimes it is just that person that kind of adds the spark to a household yeah yeah i was kind of on the fence about pinky initially and then you and i yane had talked about it and you were like she's my favorite i have all the pinky things and i'm like <laughs> why though and then i forget which season it was but it was where they found um starlight glimmer not starlight it glimmer Twi- starlight Twilight's Park, uh, Twilight's Park. Starlight get, Glimmer, the, Star- the seventh one. Yes, Starlight one? Glimmer. Where they find Starlight Glimmer? It may be season four. Okay, or six. I so when they go to find her, mm-hmm. and everyone's smiling, and you know, and Pinky's just not having oh, that it. episode. <laughs> not having it. She was like, something ain't right. And the way Pinky was like, nah, fam. And the, all, the rest <laughs> of them were like, oh, it can't be so bad. Everybody's happy. Look yeah. at this. Everybody's equal. It's good. Pinky's like, nah, son. She gave, this is wrong, son. Yeah, she gave the eyebrows on that she episode. Said, nah, she said, nah, son. <laughs> I didn't know Pinky was ride or die like that mm-hmm. until that episode. I was like, okay, I'm riding with Pinky. Oh, yeah, the and, everybody's gritting their teeth. And yeah. like, we're all happy. Uh, and she's like, like no. nah, son. I know smiles. These ain't real smiles, doc. And I like to think that Pinkie Pie has 4C hair like me, so I feel that Pinkie's a black woman. <laughs> it is. And she does have the most volume. It's it's oh. curly. It's coily. She hides things in it. It's device, it defies gravity. It, it does. does. Her curl pattern is always tight. Y'all can't. Listen, Pinkie Pie got 4C hair, y'all. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Ariel. What's one of yours? Um. So I don't want to. Should I start with my top? No. We'll get to you. If you, have, if you put them in order, we'll go from the bottom. All right. Um. So I think... I'll start with the the uh, cute, cutie pie crusaders because I just think they're cute. You like all of them? I do. I like all of them. I like how ah, apple okay. bloom and toodaloo and scootaloo. Uh, scootaloo. There you go. Yeah, I, I think they're. I like. I like their friendship. I I am enjoying them. Um, kind of excitedly trying to find out who they are, and it's also. I mean, it's. It's funny because I think what they're doing is 
what a lot of us do. It's like their their talent is right there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're acting in it, but they, I think, because it comes so easy to them, just can't see that as being the thing that. Uh, that can't be my special talent. That's just me. And it's like, yes, but that's it. You you being who you are is what your special talent is. Right. So I, I'm enjoying them, like, trying to, to really? find themselves. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, is this going to be the thing that it's like, will they, won't they? It's like, will they ever actually get it? Or will the series end? And they're still like, you know, question oh, mark. You are so pure. <laughs> I just think they're sweet. What? They are, they they're are. so cute. So, no, just the fact that you're, you're still so early on in the series that, it's just pure. It's pure. It's like no coming spoilers. across somebody who's never read Harry Potter before. That would also okay. be me. <laughs> wow. I am not a, a Potterhead. I'm sorry. All right. It's all but, good. I, but I do know I'm a Hufflepuff, which I'm mm. fine with that. You're a Gryffindor. Um, so, wow, ladies, you took two people off my list. I, I, I had Pinkie Pie. Okay. I also had specifically Scootaloo. Okay. Because I... She got a little funky haircut. She's and she's a little sporty. And yes, she's she feisty. Yeah. And she's scrappy and she has, you know, a can do attitude, which I, I appreciate. <laughs> um but that being said, I, if I had to start at the bottom of my list, I would go I call her bubbles. Some people call her derpy. Some people call her muffins. It's the gray one with the bubble cutie mark, and she got a she look she look cockeyed. <laughs> oh she look she's a pegasus. She's got blonde hair. She's a little cockeyed. And she's when I say a little cockeyed, she's a whole lot of cockeyed. <laughs> um, she's a little forgetful, which is why people started calling her derpy. They, mm-hmm. She didn't really get like an episode until they talked about all of the side ponies yeah. and how much they were all important in terms of Ponyville and, and Equestria and all that stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I just think she's so precious. And, and <laughs> she tries so hard to be useful and is a integral citizen of Ponyville and mm-hmm. I just I just want her to know that I see her she is valid <laughs> she is seen <laughs> she is seen yes and I I just appreciate the fact that she tries her her hardest and how they normalized you know a person or a, a being with you know a, an outward disability or you know whatever the case may be she's just that's that's bubbles awesome awesome makes me happy <laughs> Go ahead. You're next. Okay, mine at the bottom. I had so many. Now, this one is the one that is mostly seen in a few episodes. So far, seven episodes in the entire series of the seven or eight years it's been on. That would be Doctor Who's, a.k.a. Time Turner. That's true. Now, he's been in a few episodes. (laughs) Like... The fan service for this show is so cross John Renational. John Renational is that a word? It is now. Explain Doctor Who's or or Time Turner. Well, for those who are into Doctor Who, whatever uh, generation of the show it was, one of the things is is Doctor Who's basically his purpose there is really to be an observer. Unlike in the regular Doctor Who show, um, at the beginning they some people would refer to him as Doctor Who's. I know certain toys were sold as Doctor Who's. And then there were some legal conversations, so they had to officially <laughs> call him Time Turner. So what would happen is he would just quickly show up in a scene and then just suddenly be gone. Right. For example, there was one episode, uh, without giving away spoilers, where he was in a scene where someone was trying to sell him something, and he had only that was the only speaking part he had. But it was really clear and really obvious that you can see his uh, 
uh, his cutie mark, of course, which was an of hourglass. Course, his hourglass and everything. But he would show up at the right time, observing the right things, and be there just enough so that everybody could see him, but not see him. Mm-hmm. Which I guess with the other, the original one should be doing most of the time. But he would there, he would be there observing, occasionally help out a secondary character, mm-hmm. but without speaking. Maybe some type of action, which really made it nice because he was very mysterious. But for those who, like you said, are fans of both shows, mm-hmm. got it right, right away right. when they would see him in certain scenes in the backgrounds and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also, I like the fact that they kind of blended two doctors together. He had a very yes. David Tennant haircut, yes. but he had the, the, the scarf, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the forever scarf. Yes. Yeah, that, I was actually going to ask that because I'm looking. So as you're talking, because I am not as caught up, though, though I think I'm going to keep watching. Oh, I, yeah. I, just, I've been, I yes. was busy and so I wasn't able to like get back into it like I wanted to, but um, I am looking at him and in different images that I'm assuming are from the show, there are some scenes where it's like, oh, he's he's the fourth doctor here. Oh, he's Tennant. Oh, he's Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. It's like so because here he has the bow tie on. Yeah. yeah so so I, because I am a Whovian, mm-hmm. so I'm looking. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. So I I was wondering, like, do they play with that because there are so many iterations of the Doctor? Does he look a little different every time? I've and an idea. I mean, and I like that idea because if he's the time turner, they're not necessarily meeting the current Doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's true. Because. Uh, River Song, they met in the wrong order. Ooh, that's right. Oh, they I met in right. I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah they meet. Right. They meet in the wrong order. They sure did. Yeah. Yes. I so, so I, so I was like, oh, that would be cool if they're playing mm-hmm. around with that. Oops, Nerds. subtle hints. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> that's right. It's for you. <laughs> Go ahead, Ariel. You're next. Um, all right. So, uh, I think my next one, I'll have to go with uh, Rainbow Dash. Again, I'm, I am sticking kind of to the core ones. Um, you know, I'm I'm jealous of Rainbow Dash. She's got all that rainbow hair. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> you know, I've achieved that a little bit in my adulthood. Um, and she's fast. And when I was younger, um, I liked to run. And I was actually I was actually pretty fast. It's one of those things that's like had I not been so uh, enthralled with dance, I might have gone the track route mm-hmm. and actually got a scholarship to <laughs> college and had a, a cheaper college bill but um but yeah so and and i th- always felt like running connected me to my dad um mm-hmm. who i lost when i was 16 because he was also you know i'm built like him and he mm-hmm. was fast and athletic so i i i really just enjoy her mm-hmm. and right. she's like and she's so um that I means she has her moments of doubt but she's so like self-assured and, and knows what she wants and knows that you know she does have this talent and she doesn't have to hide it and yeah it's just really cool and i think um really awesome for little girls because I feel like you know we live in a world where when little girls are good at something they feel like they have to hide it because they don't want to stand out and Rainbow yeah. Dash stands out in every way possible from her yeah, look to her talent you know she's you know she's loud like I, I love it mm-hmm. oh, so awesome I know Rainbow so Dash like grows it. a lot as well you're going to see that if you keep yeah, watching she don't get a horn does she because I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, wait no, no, a I minute. Mean, I mean, she grows, she grows her personality. Like, okay. she, she grows as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to see more about her. Oh, you're not even... Oh, but if you're watching... See, we meet her parents at some point. Okay. Um, we do. I mean, we saw... I have been to... Cl- Cloudsdale? Cloudsdale. Cloudsdale. Yes. yes. I knew I was like, it's like a horse. Yes, yeah, so I've been to Cloudsdale. 
and I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like all the, the thunderbolts, the air and the, ponies, yeah. and all that. I was like, that's the Pegasus ponies. I was like, this mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. It's such a thought out world, which I also appreciate. Yeah, mm-hmm. the world so building. That's actually a good point. Um, for those of you who are unaware about Equestria, there are three different types of ponies that live in Equestria. Um, there are Pegasi, which are the you know, ones with wings. They live in Cloudsdale and. And uh, uh, Canterlot, I think some of them live there too. Yeah. Um, and there's the unicorns, oh, the right? Al- the, the magic. Yeah, the magical. The magic ponies, <laughs> right? Their 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 endowment is magic. Um, the Pegasi can control the weather, by the way. Um, in fact, and do control the weather to keep Equestria what it is. And then Earth ponies are the ones that till the land. They're the ones that are stronger and can do all the heavy lifting and all the manual stuff that the other ponies are ill-equipped to do. Mm-hmm. And moons and moons and moons ago, they were all beefing. And one day they all got together and figured out we should be friends and work together. And then Equestria blossomed and came out of the Dark Ages. And here we are with Princess Celestia and uh, uh, Princess Luna, her yes. sister, yes. running things. Um, later on, we follow. Oh, see, you're not caught up. Again. Yeah, it's fine. What? You can talk uh, about it. You can talk about okay, it. Okay, so later on, um, this actually gives, brings me to my, <laughs> my next one. We meet, um, we find out that there is another princess, another Alicorn princess. Uh, the other. So wait, can you explain Alicorn? Alicorn? Alicorns? Go ahead. You 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 explain usually it. Usually the ones that have the into the mic. Into the mic. Into the mic. Uh, usually the ones we that have fight, the. We will fight, Yane. I know, right? Mic. <laughs> mic fight. Mic fight. Okay. The unicorn types. They usually have the horns. The one horn at the top of their head. That's usually pretty much the case. And like she just already said, it's magical. Okay. Uh, they're usually magical. And the earth ones, we were just saying, like Applejack like you said, deal with the earth. But that's pretty much the case, for example, with Celestia, like Princess Celestia and her sister uh, Luna. At the beginning of the first episode, you saw that whole history about one night being the day, and then they fought. And the whole issue of the fight, the reason why Luna fought with her her older sister. Wait, I know why. Because the people didn't appreciate her beautiful night. They slept through it. It was that. Yeah, they didn't appreciate it. And then she became bitter mm-hmm. and yes. the bitterness ate away at her and then she became evil Nightmare and unfortunately mood. yeah so that whole battle between that night and day was and i'm glad that they didn't say good versus evil but it was just night and day in yeah. general right mm-hmm. well i so i guess my question how are they so, al- so what like, makes an alicorn like an because i i call them unicorns of course because that's what it looks like to me mm-hmm. but is there a different type for those ponies that have both a horn and wings Th- those, yes. are yes. those are alicorns those are alicorns they're the okay. combo they have okay. the combo and together. only alicorn magic is so strong that they're usually you you have to become an alicorn they're usually unicorn ponies that usually display or or bring about some type of magic that's so powerful that they sprout wings okay. and then are, are are deemed worthy enough to be um princesses so princess luna princess celestia uh, princess Cadence, yes who is the princess of the crystal empire of the north which okay. Twilight Sparkle and her friends save because they're the greatest thing ever. Yeah, as a matter of fact, she's married to Twilight Sparkle's brother. Shining Armor, yeah. who is on my list. <laughs> I love Shining Armor. He is so sweet. He is just your stereotypical big brother. Oh, hey, I just, I just want to make sure everybody's okay and have a good time. And I'm thoughtful. I know you like coconuts. So here's a praline coconut spread for you <laughs> and whatever it is that you need. I'm going to be the king's guard. I'm going to cap- captain of the of the guard at, at Canterlight. Right. I fell in love with uh, Princess Cadence, who is uh, was Twilight Sparkle's old babysitter. Yes. So there's like this whole history thing. So that's how they knew each other because she used to babysit for Twilight. Mm-hmm. 
And um, who who's Shining Armor affectionately calls Twily. Yeah. <laughs> it's precious. Anyway, Shining Armor um, is like David from Lilo and Stitch. Okay. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, hey, uh, this is a weird situation, but we're going to get through it because I'm here to help. Whatever capacity you need me for, let's go. Um, oh, so you don't want to talk about the baby. You can talk about it. It's fine. So I Prin- mean, it's seven years. That's my fault. That's true. <laughs> um, eventually, him and, and Princess Cadence have a baby. Um, that's a whole other story. That's a whole <laughs> other story. It was the first you know, that's royal wedding, the first royal baby in years and years and years and years and years. Because apparently Celestia and Luna is about their business. Ain't got time <laughs> to be having babies and whatnot. Busy, busy. Busy. Keeping the day running and the night going and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I just thought Shining Armor was such a... Uh, uh, shining example of chivalry and um honesty and you know he wasn't perfect he had his his sometimes he was a little narrow-sighted you know what i mean there's a couple times like naive about things very naive Mm -hmm. you know very uh uh, focused almost to the point where it could have been a fault there were some times that some things popped off and twilight was like hey you know my friends and i just found out this is what's going on and he's like not twilight i got this you should probably have like, a seat you not see the signs brother? she's <laughs> like bro this is this is what's going on he's like twilight you should get back i got this so he has this naivete to him a little he's a little yeah. stubborn but at the end of the day he's got a heart of gold and um cries at weddings <laughs> yeah. cries at weddings yes so so shining armor he's so sweet he is he's, he such is. A, he's almost he's He's my second favorite male pony. He's my fec- second favorite stallion pony. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. My next one, Granny Smith. Oh, oh she's on my list. <laughs> I love her. I love her. I love her. Granny Smith. Yes. How many times I got to tell you with her snappers, <laughs> you never mix this snap apple jam with <laughs> I love her. She she is the historian for that family. True. She, is very, she keeps them very, lack of a pun, uh, grounded they're very right. very grounded very real and i like how she makes sure that her family still works as a unit regardless of what's going on and of course with big mac who he, he doesn't say much but when he says things you know it has a lot of meaning to mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. it makes it it makes a huge difference she says something and it they listen to her mm-hmm. so it's the respect factor that i love so much they give her when she does speak yeah doesn't speak often but when she does they listen. And Granny Smith is up there, so she mm-hmm. can be a little dotty. Yes. yes. But they, yes. they still like, uh, oh, okay, Granny Smith, I got you. Right. <laughs> oh, man, Granny Smith was on two lists. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't think Granny Smith was going to make a list. Oh, yeah, she. I thought she was adorable. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And, and and just the fact that her name was Granny Smith, uh-huh. that alone, I was like, oh, this is adorable. Mm-hmm. And she, because she bakes the pies right and and, uh, and granny smith apples those are the apples that you would use for a pie because they are harder apples right. as a baker uh so i was just right. i just it was just clever and yeah. i and i enjoyed it and i you know respect your elders so i i love when uh families have a matriarchs yeah 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 um so i did like granny smith so she is on my list as well good stuff yeah um so now i'm trying to think so who would be next <laughs> so okay so i actually like Apple Blossom's little friend uh, that makes the treats. She twisty or twist something. She has a peppermint, like a peppermint heart. Peppermint I twist. Think Isn't her name? It might be. The girl with the glasses, that's, right? Yeah, she has glasses. Yeah. But I, I think that's her. I think yeah, that's her. is it peppermint twist? Because I feel like, well, I think Apple Blossom calls her twist or twisty or yeah, something. Yeah, nicknamed her. She got her cutie mark before uh, Apple Blossom. Right. And the apple, apple Bloom. Apple Bloom. Apple yes. Bloom. 
Apple Bloom. <laughs> but yeah, so in the episode, like, and that's when the whole Cutie Pie Crusader starts uh, because uh, Peppermint Twist goes home and is like, yes, I got mine yesterday. And she just likes making treats for people. So mm-hmm. again, I feel like she's, you know, a little a more toned down uh, Pinkie Pie. Yes. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she's going to, she likes to see her friends happy and likes to bake and, and feed them and to, to make that happen. But she's still, you know, coming to her own. She has like a little, is it, does she have like a little lisp? I feel like she, she may. I have to hear her speak again since she's a secondary character. I don't get a chance to hear her that all much. The time. But um, but yeah, I, I appreciate her. Like she has glasses. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's like, she's a little nerdy girl. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love that. Can we talk about the Crudy Mark Crusaders and their class and how some of them have need to get kicked down some steps. Oh, <laughs> oh the bullying. The, the silver moon, the uh, silver spoon. Uh, yeah, yes, and and yes. diamond tiara. I can't yes. stand oh, them. She is really I pushing can't it. stand them. <laughs> but I will say this. I do like silver spoons coloring. Ah, uh, yeah. her, her coloring is fine. Like she, she. Other than uh, Princess Luna, I, look for I think the she's ponies. the, I think she's the prettiest pony. They, okay. they, so I look for the like the darker the pony, the more interested I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the darker the <laughs> no, the darker like the, the the closer the pony is coloring like, really is to black, depth. Mm-hmm. the more interested I am. And you'll see some interstitial characters here and there that are like that are colored like silver spoon, right? And you'll mm-hmm. there's I think there's a Wonderbolt who's like a charcoal who's like a real deep charcoal blue with white mane and tail, mm-hmm. like and then and I think there's. I think in that in Starlight Glimmer's town, there's a black one, or she's like super, 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 almost black. I think they I steer think away I... from doing black ponies because it might be hard to to animate mm-hmm. um, in such a vibrantly colorful show. Okay, but um, or maybe they just I don't know. I feel like they need to normalize more black ponies personally. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I see normalize what you're black ponies. Yes, normalize, <laughs> normalize <laughs> black ponies and just have the blackest pony with the fro. <laughs> <laughs> so talk, but talking about black ponies. So how do you feel about the zebra? Ah, Zakora. Zakora, she's on my name. list too. <laughs> um, I would be happier if uh, we gonna wait till you get to yeah. yours. We gonna get into Zakora. Okay. Well, yeah, the, that's what I know. It's a deep, it can be. It can get really deep on that mm. one. Yeah, you and know. I had I I was wondering like what the pony community felt about her because I had mixed feelings. Okay. But I'm just coming in so I was like, maybe I'm misreading mm, yeah. it. So we'll get Let's there. Let's put a pin in that. We're going to come back to her. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about Apple Bloom. Mm-hmm. We talked about Granny Smith. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about my boo now. <laughs> this is my, the, the biggest pony in all of Equestria. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly the largest in Ponyville. My, my baby daddy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Big Macintosh. Mm-hmm. He don't say much. <laughs> but he's he's strong <laughs> and he's got family values respects his elders takes care of his little sisters is a provider i don't care if that hussy in starlight glimmer's town has his attention for now that's for now that's my boo oh the one that bakes hmm. i can bake I, I make cakes i make cupcakes i'll make a pie i don't eat pies but i'll make a pie you want some cider we may have some cider boo um yeah i just really appreciate it big mac um just to see male representation on the show. You know, it's such a very, 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 very girly. It's a very girly show. It's very feminine. Um, And while there are stallions seen in Ponyville and other parts of Equestria, they're, they're background characters, you know? So to see male representation, if not, not regularly, because again, he's not a main character, but he's a sibling of a main character. Mm -hmm. So we definitely have a lot of, 
episodes on Apple Acres and surrounding the Apple family and all of that. And Big Mac is just, you know, he's he's big and strong and he's there and he's sweet and he's kind and loves to sing, but you know, doesn't speak anymore because of reasons. You'll you'll find out okay. what, mm-hmm. what what all that's about. But I just really appreciated seeing a, a big, strong, masculine character, um, and and be a good person and not. It'd rather be a good soul. I should be a good pony, um, <laughs> and and not be like shining armor. You know what I mean? Not yeah, be a cookie cutter. This is what good men are like, kind of thing. Like he was still very down to earth and mm-hmm. still a good soul, but had different, you know, aspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I do love, I do love Big Mac. I love how everybody in the Apple family has been named but Applejack by now. But That's interesting. interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny with uh with Big Mac. I was thinking about when you were talking when they say he has a presence. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking about the fact that he doesn't even need a lot of words because just him being there, they get it. People right. get it. They get him. There's he doesn't have to overexplain himself. Mm-hmm. He's straight to the point. And it's that other type of masculinity when they say well, we got the other stallions like Shining yeah. Armor, who's like you said the other type. He represents a nice little balance, like you said. Before. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. And his masculinity isn't compromised in any way. Even when he mm-hmm. gets dressed up for the brotherhood, brother sisters, sisterhood social. Yes, I and that. they go to so many parties. <laughs> they do. It's like these ponies. They party. Party ponies. They party. They party hardy. A pony party. Eh? Ain't no party <laughs> like a pony party because a pity pony party don't. <laughs> All right. So, um, you were talking about Zakora. Yeah. Did you want to go with her next, or can um, we go with someone else? We're- we got to go with feel somebody like, else like first, and then probably later on, probably when it backtracked to Double Zikora. back to Sakura. Yes. Now, my next one mm, okay. would be Maud. <gasps> Stop! Get out my list! I love Maud! <laughs> I love Maud! I'm Googling. Maud is, is one of Pinky's sisters. Yes. She is. Oh, oh okay. So she, I've seen her, but I, they, she was not named. Yeah. Okay. Uh, early on, probably early on, not. Probably, yeah. yeah, because it, the, again, I, it. I've only seen her. I've only seen where Pinkie Pie came from when yes. they're the Cutie Mark episode. And so her family's just standing there and then they smile. Yeah. And she's like, and that's that how I got my mark. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And everybody's yeah. just kind of like unfazed, so to speak, in the family. But yeah, Maud, that's my girl too, because she is the opposite of Pinky. She oh, she's very Maud. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like I'm, you know, I'm thinking she, like old lady Maud, and yeah. then she's like, oh, you're Mod Maud as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just, um, she is in a funny kind of way. She reminds me of Big Mac in a sense where she doesn't use a lot of words either. Um, and even though her outlook on things is very different than her sister, she still lets her know that she cares for her. She right. loves her. And even though they don't necessarily like all the same things, she is, she makes her relationship with her very clear that no matter what happens. Now, I'm is Maude the big sister or the little sister? She's older. Yeah, but I think Maude mm-hmm. is older. She's okay. older. I think Pinky's in the middle. It's Maude, Pinky, and then the this little one, Live. Limestone, Something, yes. Lime, lime, I gotta lime. go look that one up. Too. Lime pie. I think she's key, she's like yeah, lime yeah, pie. Yeah. She's she the only one like that's like a, a pie pun, yeah. whereas the other ones are all rock puns. Yeah, I think. exactly. Okay. Um, I gotta go look that one up. Yeah, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Maud is a geologist. Maud's a scientist. Let's let's. In mm-hmm. fact, Maud just got her rockedorate. So yeah, she's right? a, <laughs> she's she is a, she is a she's a doctor. Mm-hmm. She's a legit geologist. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, has fully accepted the fact that not everyone will understand her and is confident and secure and 
totally, you know, resolved that most folks won't understand her affinity towards geology and rocks and and all of that stuff um even though she comes from a mining family because essentially her family was miners um and maude has a very dry sense of humor she's very they started giving her more lines as as the seasons progressed because you you see more of her in pinky episodes um but she's just very laid back very chill very dry very drab okay um and eventually decides to live ponyville adjacent which made pinky very happy yes yes I don't want to give any other spoilers about the other episode about when Pinky really wanted her to grow and gain more friends. Oh, yeah. And yeah, she yeah. tried to push her towards people that... Tell Pinky. She's so, she yeah. means well. <laughs> For Pinky, everything's a party. So right. That's pretty much it. I will say, like, having this conversation makes me excited to go back and finish. Because I, I had already decided, I was like, even after the show, I'm going to keep watching it. Because mm-hmm. I... But, I, you know, I didn't know if it was just going to be, you know, we had the little movie where it was a, a big arc and then everything else is just kind of little, you know, no. episodes that, that don't really add up to anything. But to, to hear that there's this overreaching arc and that more characters are being introduced and it's like it gets deep. Right. I'm like really it excited does. to like go back and just kick mm. it with the ponies. Mm. Do it. Kick it with the ponies. I like to have a a, a, a wine little ponies party. I'm endorsing party. the ponies, guys. I sometimes when I'm sad I have a wine little ponies party. <laughs> oh. Where vineyard is magic and it just puts <laughs> me in a really happy place. Go ahead, Ariel. What's another one on your list? Um so I'll go with I'll go with rarity. Ah! I'm sorry. I you know I have to stick to the six and you know what's funny? Um I I somebody had a rarity toy. And I'm now. I, I feel like I've seen that as a child. The the white with the I purple. Think she, I think she was a part of the original uh, generation. Okay, because I'm like I've seen like I've held it. It wasn't mine, mm-hmm. but I probably tried to make it mine. I, I was a klepto when I was younger. I used to steal all the time. But wow, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I I got a reputation. They were like, oh, Ariel probably had that. I would like take people's. <laughs> I don't as, a, do, as a shop owner, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Clearly, I've 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 learned. I've evolved. Um, no, but I like Rarity because she seems like she should be in that same camp as Silver Spoon and what is it, Crystal Tiara, Diamond Tiara, Diamond Tiara. Tiara. Yeah, um, but she's not. So, you know, so she, um, you know, she does like things that sparkle. She likes to bling. You know, she's into fashion and she keeps her friends looking fly. You know, sometimes they don't listen to her and overdo their outfits, and she's yes. like that. Okay, but you know, but even just kind of like is self-sacrificing and and like that particular episode where nobody liked their dress. And so she does everything that they asked and they were hideous dresses. But she, you know, stayed up all night and worked tirelessly to give them what they wanted. I just I think that's so sweet um, because I feel like sometimes, you know, when you like things that it's like, yes, yes, I know this is surface stuff but I still enjoy it and I'm allowed to enjoy it but people try to, to uh, reduce that to oh you're vain or you're you know vapid you don't care about anything real and it's like that's not true why can't I do both mm-hmm. and she's out here doing both which I think is just really because she's like I'm an artist but I'm also in a business right <laughs> so Rarity was the top of my list oh because she oh. was the one that I had the hardest time getting used to the other ones, I'm like, okay, I get why they're friends. But I was like, this one, I don't. 
she's you don't get why they're fit. friends with her or why she's friends with them. Yes, I was like, how does this circle match up? She is so bougie, and these <laughs> girls have no parts in that whatsoever. And then you know, as the show progressed and as her arc progressed, and you find out how truly generous Rarity is, mm-hmm. um, it endeared her to me, and her her respect is due. Rarity is a, a shop owner. She has not one shop, not two shops, but now three shops yeah, all across growing. Equestria selling her things. And just her costume changes are always like Diana Ross on point. <laughs> yes, right. Um, and it just took me a minute to really, you know, appreciate Rarity. Um, I'll admit, I think initially the, the hardest part of that was visually the fact that this is this, you know, white pony. Um, I like the H. <laughs> with all of this, you know, upper crusty. Oh, darling, really? <laughs> Is that mud on your hook? Mrs. Oh, Howell accent. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. But then when I, it was, oh, it's, oh, so, so there's an episode later on where Rarity is like being photo so she's got this photo shoot for whatever main main six or whatever the the publication is in canterlot and oh darling they're coming all the way from canterlot to photograph me and my shop and my hair must be flawless and <laughs> oh my my chaise lounge must perfectly match my and you know she's all rarity and bougie and people are bending over backwards for her and she's fabulous and then um she gets gum or something in her hair silly string Pinkie Pie threw a party yeah, yeah. and got silly string in her hair and it was like stuck. And she's like, no, it's not a problem. We just gonna go to Sakura. We're gonna get this potion and we're gonna rinse it out. My fat my photo shoot's gonna be fly tomorrow. Yeah. But long story short, they get the potions mixed up and she gets a hair remover instead yeah. of um a cleanser and her hair falls out in patches Completely and this thing done. is distraught. Like it's bad. Like not even okay, I'm just gonna cut it off. She's just distraught how patchy it is and her whole thing is she's oh, she's meek and she's timid and she's broken in a shell of herself. And something clicks in her and she realizes I'm so much more. I am not my hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am more than my hair. Girlfriend threw a couple tracks in there with a couple colors. Accessorized. <laughs> slapped herself on a leather jacket. Said, what's good? It's punk rock rarity, ho. <laughs> what's up? And stepped out there and started helping her friends. Mm-hmm. Made herself feel better because she was helping her friends. And the photographer caught her being herself even though her hair was all jacked up, you know, it wasn't yep. jacked up. Cause like I said, home go through some <laughs> tracks. Cute. She was good. And then the next day or, or like a couple of months later, whenever her mane grew back, mm-hmm. she started a trend. Yes. Everybody had cut all their hair off and was putting tracks in it. I was like, this is why it bangs with rarity. <laughs> this is why. And that's what we love about the show because they do grow. They don't, I haven't seen any of the characters really stagnate over the last few years, even though some, some storylines might seem similar, right. it'll feature different characters. Or they might solve it a little differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or even if a, per- if a character is consistent, mm-hmm. they're put into different situations yeah. that force them to... They might not grow in the sense that we would want them to or in a way that might be readily apparent, but you can tell that they're like... Oh. <laughs> so it's like like the um, the donkey. What's his name? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, what's his name? It's I like know who you're talking mule, about. Mule something... Whatever, there's a donkey that lives in Ponyville, and he's just a whole jerk face, and it's just mean oh, and stubborn. And yeah, he's like the old dude, the old grumpy type. Yankee Doodle Donkey or something yes, like that. Yes, doodle Donkey or something, whatever. He's mean. Pinkie and Pie tried so hard with him at first. Everybody tried hard with him, man. He was just, just a curmudgeon. Just crotchety. Yeah, and mm-hmm. found, a, found a fiance, found a girlfriend. They get married, and, and you know, everybody comes together, and, like, even though he's, you know, himself... <laughs> 
he found love and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like I, <laughs> I don't know how I feel like that. Did a man write that episode? So you get to be your whole funky self. He and, but, and you still walk say, away with a partner. <laughs> he was still a little bit. He was still funky, right? But he was he was like he wasn't above reproach. So by that I mean he would take him a minute, but he was like, you know, here I am being the worst and you're being great and I just don't deserve like he was kinda Eeyore-ish without being Eeyore. You know what I mean? Okay. Um I can't remember his name. Yanko I can't do, even I can't either, but I remember the episode like it was yesterday because of how she tried so hard. And she's like, I just want to be friends. Don't you want to be friends? He's like, I don't want any friends. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. It's like, that's a tough nugget right there. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. So you said rarity. I did. Rarity. Darling, it's Cantala. Darling. Tabitha, <laughs> darling. <laughs> Shout out to Tabitha St. Germain for such brilliant voice acting work on, on Rarity. Yeah. What's next, Yanni? What's next? I'm looking at my list here and I'm going, hmm. I had flashbacks from an episode or two that, that struck me. Okay. Like, I didn't see the first episode when it premiered as episode one, season one. I saw the second or third episode and I was listening to it in another room and I said, I, I got to see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And it caught me off guard and I was like, okay, I got to go back and rewind. Right, I got to find right. out what did I just miss? Because if you turn away from the show, you will miss a lot in those half an hour episodes, mm-hmm. which I've learned. So the one that stuck out with me was about, it's called It's About Time. That one was uh, season two where Twilight tries to prevent a future disaster after she receives a vague message from herself. herself which looks like she came back from the Thunderdome. <laughs> yes, all tattered looking and everything. She had a funky haircut. <laughs> Whenever a pony gets a funky haircut, that's when you know yeah, something, something, something popped off. <laughs> it was, and it was just like, okay, because it kept repeating. It was like a like Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day. Yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's glued to the TV. I went, oh, okay, I can wait a while and watch a little bit more of this. And uh, if not, I'll have to record it. But after that, I was going back. And then I found myself trying to find the original Generation 1 My Little Pony stuff. And I was literally finding myself trying to match up what the old characters were Mm. with the current Friendship is Magic characters. And I'm like, okay, this one's a combination of these two. This one wasn't called Pinkie Pie, but it had, looks like balloons on her cutie mark. And it had humans in it. So I was like, I honestly, I like the one, the current one better than the original one. Right. Okay. I like the world separation. Yes. Yeah. I also like how they, they managed to make it like submersive. So instead of saying everybody, it's every pony. Yes. Um, Linda Hoof. Yes. Phillies and gentle colts. Yes, you know I, I love mean? that. Um, so that they they make sure that there's no. Uh, so when they do stuff like Equestria Girls mm-hmm. and they switch into that other dimension, because yes. there's a whole other dimension of ponies, this by the way. So, it gets, oh my it gosh, it's deep. so deep. But I, it makes deep. me wonder because I, of course, watched the first generation, but again, I was watching it at a time where I wasn't really deeply watching it. Deeply right? watching it, right? And, right. and I think things like. Um, for me, things like He-Man and She-Ra overshadowed pony, the ponies in my just kind of uh, circle of mm-hmm. my viewing circle or whatever. Um, but I wonder if the first gen, were the, were the storylines that deep? I don't remember. I, 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 I remember having a couple ponies. I don't remember their names. Um, I, I remember some of the names in Friendship is Magic being some of the names like Fluttershy and mm-hmm. Pinkie Pie and, and Rainbow Dash and, and Twilight Sparkle. I think Applejack is new. I think so. Um, 
There are quite a few. It was that human factor that kind of threw yeah. the whole thing when the original first one was out. And like you, I didn't watch the original one heavily. I was watching, don't laugh, Shirt Tales and stuff oh, like that. Shirt and, Tales. Uh, I like, what was that? Ah, that's a classic I have to, have to look that up. It, yeah. was, it was post Smurfs, but it wasn't quite Jim. <laughs> at mm-hmm. the time okay. of Jim. So it was like in this awkward time span. So I was like, I'm watching whatever I watched, you know, at the time. But with the first gen of my little pony, I was like, who's this human? And why is she always interfering? That's, that was my thought in the process. I said, this is ponies. It says my little pony right. at the time. So I was busy thinking. it. And it's funny because when Friendship is Magic came out, I went, oh, there's no human in here. Right. Interesting because they're acting more like humans. I guess it, it gave them the power to kind of pull that in a little differently without being distracted by the human, literally the human factor right. before where the human was kind of like the center of what was going on with the ponies. Because probably because the human was supposed to be your kind of touchstone <laughs> with the ponies. It's like, it, well, I don't was, understand these ponies, but I can touch. It was, just like yeah, Doctor Who and the Companions, yes. it's like that's supposed kinda to be what connects you. The translator, so to speak, of things, yeah. So yeah. That's, how I, that's how I interpret it. I know interpreters, everybody else interprets it a little differently, but that's how what I got from it i did try to watch equestria girls i tried and that's what and that's where they're like humanoid so i started watching equestria girls (laughs) in the space of time it took netflix to get season six up okay so it was between season five and season six and i needed like i was like i this fix that because that was when (laughs) stuff gets real like (laughs) oh so many things happen between season five and season six that you're just like i don't need to i need my ponies so um Basically, in Equestria Girls, oh, I, I mm. well, it's not without giving away any spoilers. This is no, but I, I'm trying to. I want to uh, like kind of augment my list, and so many of my favorite ones got taken <laughs> off by you guys. Since we're on oh. the same page, um, Equestria Girls mm-hmm. is the alternate universe that should have been on last week's top ten alternate universe shows. I oh. forgot slacking. Sorry, Triple Nation. Um, <laughs> where Sunset Shimmer, which is very confusing because yeah. it's Twilight Sparkle and then Starlight Glimmer and, and then Sunset, Sunset Shimmer. Shimmer. Okay. Sunset Shimmer uh, makes this portal essentially yes. to this other universe where everybody's people. Are you Googling it right she, now? She takes off through. Uh, is it a mirror she takes off it. through? Or it's something a mirror like or something. She enchan- it's like a, it was like a book or something. She enchants some object and goes into this, this other world where there are people and they're all in high school together and all that fun stuff. And um, she basically is like the mean girl in a high school movie and is just running high school uh, until... Yeah. Twilight Sparkle shows up. shows up as well and she's trying to like figure out what she's doing here like what this like, place is how, how to get, get back her? and then also solve this very obvious friendship problem mm-hmm. because she's still the princess of friendship um oh which is why she gets her wings so is this the shimmer girl Starlight Shimmers on the end. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. No, I'm just because sunset, I was like, sunset, sunset, sunset shimmer. shimmer. Sunset Shimmer. Okay. Um, who is just as raging <laughs> B. I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> she is the mean girl in a high school She's movie. So not nice. And eventually the 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 main six, you know, mm-hmm. overcome her meanness by a music show yeah, and everybody's pretty much friends and 
whatever it's really hokey but it is it's them <laughs> as teenage girls and it also kind of but it does fit into friendship is Ma- uh, the my little pony friendship is magic show I, it, it does question it does and it doesn't because they have like a series now as well i've been hearing that um it, it's a it's an alternate universe like our twilight does go over there um but she has to steer clear of it because that universe has its own twilight yeah okay. um <laughs> But there's some portal hopping that happens because there's a couple of uh, set of sirens that go over that world and mm-hmm. try to run that school too. Siren. Yeah, and then Twilight has to go back and help them, and then that's when they they it's, level yeah, up with their music. On. Yo, I'm telling you, like mm-hmm. the level up, the glow up for the ponies. So because Black. I thought when you started talking about the Equestria Girls, you were going to say I use that as a filler, but it's subpar. But so <laughs> it is not. So it's, you you are, that is worth a look. It, it, if you scenarios? if you really really like them. If you like the main six and you like what the voice actors do with the characters, then it's a fun little side thing to look at. It's not tied to the overall arc of Friendship is Magic, but it's just another... How about this? At. I'm loving this because I have a Rainbow Dash shirt that says I am not your babe that I <laughs> got it because I thought it was cute and I liked what it said, right. but I'm about to earn this shirt. I'm about, to, I'm about to go deep and really be like, no, let me tell you about it. Okay. I'm so proud of myself. Okay. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Nerd stripes. I'm like, really? I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to earn that shirt. So I really like the Equestria Girls as a okay. side note because it, you want as a black person, you want to see yourself represented in the things that you watch, True. right? And with the ponies being ponies, it kind of takes the responsibility of having that type of representation be there. Mm-hmm. Be it as it may, I do look for like you know dark ponies, <laughs> but you know that being said, that's just skin. That's not who they are, and then mm-hmm. the overall point is to judge these ponies off who they are as individuals. Um, so I wondered, like, well. Pinkie Pie must be black because she's got 4C hair, obviously. <laughs> um, and I wonder, you know, what the other ponies would be. And, and to see them as the Equestria Girls, and they are still the same colors. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. colors as they are as ponies. Um, it puts that in a really cool point of view because it's like, it doesn't matter. This mm-hmm. is what they look like. Now, that being said, I would have liked to see a little bit more 4 hair type <laughs> represented yes. in the Equestria Girls mm-hmm. universe. Just saying but that's me. Okay. Um, oh, I'm so happy that you now know about Equestria Girls because they have a summer camp episode. There's three. There's, of them. Yeah, there's so three funny. of them. There's when you find out who the Equestria Girls are and you find out what that is, which is neat because then they tie that back in later. Like I said, with Friendship is Magic. Then they have um, the the band, the school spirit thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> where they, I it's a band. It's a music episode. Mm-hmm. Was and it then, the third one? And then there's Camp Everfree, mm-hmm. where they all go to camp together and find out there's some other friendship <laughs> thing they have to fix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a series mm-hmm. of them and, and, and stuff that goes on there. Yeah, this uh, I would say that, and it's really interesting to see how it has grown overall over the years because um, I forgot what year it was exactly. It, w- it may have been between season three and four, but I have to go back and do my research again. Lauren Foss, who developed it for television, after a certain period of time, signed over the rights to Friendship is Magic and Hasbro had all the rights. Oh, so um, I have to go back and find out. I could be wrong, but 
that third season may have been that in between bridge situational thing. Hmm. Oh, which is why it's only the 13. And then maybe some other things went down, but I have to go back and take a look. But so she'll always get the credit for the development, no matter what season you'll see when the credits run in the opening sequence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But her active control ended after like season three or four. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting because she made the announcement at BronyCon over in Jersey during that particular year and shocked a lot of the hardcore Brony fans that were there. Well, do, was there? Did she give any insight as to why? That, um, I mean, that's I a think huge that's a thing. Good, that's a good question. What I did pick up was... We were listening to WPPM Philadelphia. What would you say? <laughs> I said you're listening to WPPM Philadelphia. It's top of the hour. Thank you for for that. I'm sorry. Okay. Worse than Jason. I, it was. Um... <laughs> go ahead. I think I think it was for legal reasons. She couldn't go into details. So when she op- she said publicly, because uh, one of the voice actors. Uh, our guy Q from Star Trek, John Delancey. Yes, John Delancey. He was there at that particular one, and they and that's when she had made the announcement. But I guess there was a hardcore fan group that showed their appreciation. They had presented her with something, and she actually at the time that gave her the opportunity to tell them that she kind of separated from anything after a certain point, so she wouldn't necessarily be reaping the uh, the uh, the benefits of it because of the sign over. So there may have been that transition point when you take a look at season four. If you if you see anything that's a little glitchy it may have been because that was what was happening okay Mm -hmm. even when you see the movie that came out in october they'll still have her name in the credits because she of course developed it for television i haven't seen the movie okay and i won't say anything yeah because where does the movie fit in this the mo- a standalone it's pretty I, much a I standalone. don't think it is because I've seen a couple episodes of season eight yeah and it's they're alluding to all types of stuff so they're gonna bring it back in that I did not Finally. see in the my watching so, of the so series so maybe that's where it was between that six seven and eight season they're trying to figure out where it was gonna fit best they they, they meet mm-hmm. other beings in Equestria right they there's do. more than ponies in the movie mm-hmm. yeah season okay. the first episode of season 8 I watched I was like <laughs> oh so we just all everybody's in this now okay yeah so it was awesome but um, I'm trying to think just anything else to top of the hour which means it's time for this week in geek history this week in Geek History, I am your host, Donna Darko. In this week in Geek History, starting off back in June 25th of 1903, author George Orwell was born. Also on June 25th in 1982, Blade Runner was released nationwide. Blade Runner, also known as To Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. June 26, 1284. That's right, the year 1284. The Pied Piper led 130 children away from their home in Germany. I didn't realize it was a real thing, but apparently that's what people have been doing for a while. Also June 26, 1498. Beg your pardon. The Chinese invented the toothbrush. Thank God for that. June 28th, 1864, Adolf Sachs invented the saxophone. Also on June 28th, 1926, was the birth of our favorite funny uncle, Mel Brooks. 
And finally, June 30th, 1938, Superman appeared for the first time in Action Comics number one. This week in Geek History brought to you by My Little Ponies. Who knew life could be so sweet? Yeah. I always love when Donna Darko comes in. She's so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... We, we talked about how the creative differences switched with Lauren Faust stepping away from things creatively, um, which makes a lot of sense now because that's when the series took it into high gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that is what happened, it's pro- it would make the most sense because Hasbro, I think, started the show back in the 80s anyway. It's yes. always been a toy-driven show. Yes. Right. Always been merchandise-driven before anything else. So if they're taking over now and having a little bit more control over that it makes sense as to why so many things needed to get rebranded mm-hmm. i think that's when the, we saw the crystal empire for yes. the first time yes. so that's those are those ponies look completely different um so that that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. interesting what's the, what's can we address that pin that pin that we put in the wall before oh oh yes let's play with this there's is a perfect pin. let's talk let's pull the, the letter z hey. <laughs> and it's the cora mm-hmm. yeah okay Go ahead. What you got to say about okay. the court? Because I have I have opinions. Start? Did you, Did you want to start, Ariel? Um, I mean, I again, like Kennedy said, when you are uh, a person of color, mm-hmm. you are looking for people to identify with on the show. So clearly, uh, she is a black girl, um, and and uh, specifically. I don't know what realm she's actually from, but she seems to be from like an African like realm from her jewelry and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh, just her whole look mm-hmm. um but i and so i wanted her to be on the list for that but i i there were things about her where i was like i'm not sure if i like this but i want to like shout her out because she's clearly a black girl but i do not like that she only speaks in rhyme and i don't like that she doesn't seem to be integrated like uh, integrated in and of herself into the group it's like that they More go smoothly. to her when they need a fix so mm-hmm. she ends up being um, the spooky like Negro, a, or a, yeah, like the magical Negro, a plot device. Like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. I got gum in my hair. Let's go see Zakora. Mm-hmm. Not let's go visit her just regular. to make sure she's all right. We haven't seen her in a while. Well, do you remember the episode where we first see her? Yes, and everybody's scared of her. Right? Yeah, yes. so I felt yes. like she was definitely um, the creators, writers, whomever's way of saying, "Hey, let's talk about racism yeah. without or xenophobia at the very least without talking about it directly." And if you recall, everybody but Twilight was like, this is bizarre and resistant to change. And Twilight was like, yeah, y'all were, tripping. This is a person. They were or, going this is a pony. Um, this is a pony yeah. just like the rest of us. And we found out more about who Zakora is and the fact that she chooses not to be, be in the mix it, with everybody okay. else. She likes proximity. She doesn't she want does. to be alone per se. But she recognizes that what she's doing is on a completely different wavelength than everybody else. And she's like, I'll come into town if I need Yes, that's right. Supplies. And that's pretty much it. You know, but I don't really... So I feel like she's kind of... While, while it may feel like she's a plot device, they only go to her when they need her, I feel like she only comes to them if she needs them, yeah. too. So I, I feel think, like that's kind of a mutual thing. I think they turned it around after probably that episode. That probably would have been one of the most talked about episodes, of yeah. course, with adults who may have been watching it at the time. The kids probably would have gone over their heads but with the adults watching since they say what two-thirds of the viewership is usually adults watching cartoons anyway oh. and we already you know which makes sense right. it which does but sense. i did i wouldn't that that is a high, husky number yeah that's a high that statistic amazing? you know yeah. you could you think like oh it's just me 
but apparently not. <laughs> there we love our cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, well, go ahead. No, uh, you, I, go ahead. Because I, because I, okay. I'll get winded. You uh, go first. You <laughs> for me. Okay. Well, I was thinking the same thing originally because I forgot. Uh, I think the episode was called "Be Careful What You Say." It was something along those lines, and I remember, of course, me being a Pinkie Pie fan, where she kept constantly Pinkie Pie kept constantly making this one rhyme. You hear this and you hear that, and she's like, "Be fearful." So Pinkie Pie was that that uh, group mentality that we would see in real life when people are like, oh, this person's different. I heard this. I heard that. I heard they're about this. I heard they're about that. Run, run, run. She comes into town. The hoods, the chorus hoods on her head. She looks up and her bonnet. Some, somebody, yeah, somebody's like, she's, she's, she's still doing her roots. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my twist out ain't ready yet. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And someone, they say, somebody came into town. I forgot. Somebody went into downtown or, uh, Ponyville, Ponyville. And they were like, "What? where is everybody? And they're like, shh, they're hiding. They're hiding from that over there, you know. And so it did bring up, right away I was like, okay, they're, they're talking about racism. It's racism, but not quite talking about it without scaring parents going, what is this on the, on the TV? Mm-hmm. So... I think that she was a good pivotal character. I think that they could continue to develop to develop her a lot more. Like you were saying, I they think do. They yeah, it's it's, it's coming along nicely because at one point I was really worried that she was going to be the one episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. token right. character. You right. know that we always know. Z- Zakora definitely, while she's on the fringes, mm-hmm. she's necessary in terms of mm-hmm. you know them needing her um, and being able to to to. What I find fascinating about Zakora is that technically she's an earth pony, right? Yes. But she still does magic. It's it's prat- it's potion-based magic. Um but she still is is doing something. So she's already kind of like on those fringes there. Mm-hmm. Um and what I liked about how they explained her is the fact that because she does things a little bit differently, Nowhere else in Equestria is a good place for her to live, right? Manhattan's True. a major city. Philadelphia, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia is a major city, you know? Canterlot is a royal city. Mm-hmm. Cloudsdale, obviously, she can't go to. Yeah. She doesn't need to be on a farm, yeah. right? Um, so she needs a, a town where she can get supplies from and, and do her things, but she also needs, like, to seclusion. be in seclusion mm-hmm. in nature so that she can draw in from that forest. as well. So I feel like it works for her and she was prepared to live there no matter what, whether they accepted her or not. And I just really like appreciated that resilience in her. Mm -hmm. My issue with Sakura, I have two major issues. Mm -hmm. One, that rhyming thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But it also kind of sprinkles its little smacks of mystical Negro, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I would love Sakura more if she was voiced by a black woman. Okay. If her voice actor was white, if her voice actor was black, I'd be like, okay, at least, at least this is out here getting work. Yeah. But she's not, which means it's an approximation of what an African esque pony would sound like. So, uh, you know, as a black person, I got issues with Sakura, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I also like the fact that Sakura is there. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to see more zebra ponies. Mm-hmm. So that's well, I'd like to see Z- well, I'd like to see her origin gonna, episode. Yeah. You no, know, I was going to ask because it's, it's we don't see any other zebra ponies mm-hmm. in. Well, I mean, I've only made it, but so far, but in this world of Equestria, so it's like, you know, is she the only one? Are there more of her? Does she is she a zebra pony because she's a uh, an Earth pony that is kind of working outside the realm of what being an earth pony usually means and did that have some effect on how she looks like what like how do you explain her and why is there only one of her because it's 
you know, there has to be a reason it's for still, that. They're still they're still keeping her like a mystery. And yeah. I, I hope that like some of the other hardcore fans have actually made major commentary on it and maybe may have requested. I don't know if they have or not and said, Hey, you do still have some other uh, characters that because she's she you can say that she's secondary, but then at the same time not secondary. Right? Yeah, because she know? made it in a couple pivotal she was in a couple season finales, like because exactly. of the magic factor of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she turned the tide in a lot of ways to help them turn the tide. So Zakora, I think, is incredibly <laughs> important. Um, she did not make my list, though. Uh, I will say, so gosh, you guys took so many. Um, I'm gonna put. Oh, hmm. mm. So we talked about rarity. We talked about Big Mac, shining armor, bubbles, the pies. You took my rainbow dash. I'm sorry. Kind of took my scootaloo. I'm sorry. I have so little at this point. <laughs> <laughs> See me next year and we'll talk ponies. Um, I, I'm going to say Starlight Glimmer. Oh, because I didn't put mine in, in, in order. I would say okay. Rarity would have been my top. But I'm going to say Starlight Glimmer. Okay. Because she, I, I, she's another one that I had to learn to appreciate. Starlight Glimmer is this extremely powerful unicorn. And when I say extremely powerful, Ariel, I mean, homegirl not only has some ish with her, but she was also like Gandalf the White. Yes. Like Dumbledore, <laughs> Professor McGonagall's love child. Like Starlight is so, so very talented. Um, without doing the book work that Twilight had to do to, to, to gain her, her magical talent. And wear her wings. So (laughs) that's what it is. Um, Starlight started this community, essentially, where she had everybody drink the Kool-Aid. And she's a cult leader. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. She was so distraught when her childhood friend Sunburst was taken away from her to go to magic school because he got his cutie mark before she did that. She felt that cutie marks were, they were detrimental to ponies everywhere because yes. if you are if nobody if everybody is equal nobody is special and if nobody is special no one gets taken away from their childhood friends so she casts this spell on a piece on a piece of wood on a stick and somehow convinces this whole town to give up their cutie marks and not only takes their physical cutie marks but the magic within them that makes these ponies the individuals that they are and stashes it in a cave somewhere and pretty much is a cult leader everybody's got them smiles on their face when Pinkie Pie saw it for the first time she was like this is doo doo I know real smiles this ain't real and everybody had an equal sign on their on their flag that was their only cutie mark the whole village the whole village had an equal sign as their cutie mark and the um the point the main six get called there on a mission a map tells them you need to oh, come she don't visit know about the town. map she don't know about the map I don't, I don't know about the map yet the map the map the map the details so yet, no, you need to find out about the map <laughs> oh, I'm so, oh my it's gosh so, I'm like oh my god here's the <laughs> thing we're gonna be on the phone Do, like, should I take a break from catching up on Steven Universe to catch up on these ponies how far are you on Steven Universe um what just happened ugh what is the, now I can like what's the last thing I just watched? I gotta think about it. Well, oh, uh, uh, Navy just came back and <gasps> tricked them out their ship. If I did that, I wouldn't be able to see the look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, she was the ultimate troll. Uh, Lap was like, I knew it. Nobody's that well adjusted. But I, but I love Paradat because she was like, is she showing us the ocean? Because yeah. <laughs> like, not the best way to do it, especially because where Paradat starts. Yeah. And then for her to just kind of be giving this this gem the benefit of the doubt, yeah, yeah. she's hanging on a pumpkin. Like, man, this is there are better ways to see the ocean. But all right, I'm hanging on. I just thought it was so cute. I don't think you should stop. Oh well, you're pretty cl- you're pretty caught up on Steven Universe, so maybe you shouldn't stop. But but sprinkle you- in some ponies. Yes. Sure. Okay. Basically, they get called to this village to fix the friendship problem, and normally friendship problems can be fixed within an episode. Starlight Glimmer was such a problem that she was a season finale and a season premiere. What? No, she was a two-part season finale Mm -hmm. and then came back next season at the end and was another two-part season finale and a season premiere. She's a strong character. Homegirl went back and she found a spell that enabled her to go back in time and prevented their friendship arc. But wait, so let me ask you this. I'm, again, spoiling myself because if she made people give up the magic that made them them, how is she still doing magic? Because she didn't give up the hers. See, that's... Like, she lied to she them. She was. I'm telling you, <laughs> Starlight Glimmer was a whole. Vicious. She was like, um, she's like Faith from Buffy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another Slayer, equally as talented, if not more so, but totally corrupt. Okay. Yes. If if, if Faith had a, a village full of people to take <laughs> their yeah. cutie marks from, so, that would be Starlight Glimmer. Everything's so, the same. Yeah. Homegirl. Homegirl starts a cult. Oh, she's an evil overlord essentially. Yeah. Um. Steals everybody's magic. When Twilight and the main six confront her and defeat her, she goes off. And we're like, okay, I guess that takes care of that. No, no. Homegirl comes back a whole season later. They let you forget about Starlight Glimmer. She comes back. She's like, ha ha, trick. Forgot about me, didn't she? (laughs) That's right. She's going to come into my town and take away this hard work that I did, son. Guess what? Boop, boop, bap, spell. (laughs) Nobody gets to be friends now, ho. She goes back in time. Stops Rainbow Dash from getting her Sonic Rain Boom, That's right. which stops Applejack from seeing it and realizing she needs to come back to Ponyville. Mm-hmm. That uh, prevents Pinkie Pie from, from seeing that she's like she likes to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Prevents Rarity from doing all these That's things. Right, right. So she goes back in time and prevents them from becoming friends and just ruins everything every time. And what's effed up is she crafted the spell so well that every time Twilight went to go try to go back before she so, went back, the map called Starlight to her. So no matter what she did. She couldn't get it. It was right. it was like it was a hot mess. Like it, it was got it worse. got to the point where I was like I was upset. Yeah. I was visibly that was stressful watching like, verbally like cussing up a storm at Starlight Glimmer. Like you would have thought I was watching Power or Empire yeah. or, <laughs> or some other grown folk show the way I am dragging this pony. I'm like, I can't stand you! Go sit down somewhere, you drawling! <laughs> They she just was, got the new oh, yeah, she was she was really good. It showed up in the house. I'm like, I'm back. She was the old, she was like Q. <laughs> she was such a troll. And then because Starlight or not because Twilight is the princess of friendship, somehow convinces Starlight Glimmer to see the error of her ways and takes her under her wing to teach her to be a better friend and to also get her a rain on her magic because homegirl was powerful. Mm-hmm. So she was like, hey, I'm going to show you magic stuff. I'm going to teach you all the things. You're going to be my pupil. That's and you're right. not going to be a raging bee anymore, okay? Okay. That's how they <laughs> like, did it. That's pretty much. That's essentially what it is. And she, she admitted. She said, oh, she's far stronger than I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starlight Glimmer is a whole, like, I'm so glad she's on our side now because she was a whole whole problem all over a cutie mark oh because so, so does she never see her friend again 
Oh, okay. Never mind. Y'all Spoilers. gonna keep that. Okay. Keep okay. That so, so okay. I went with Starlight Glimmer. You're next. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm looking at my list. Looking at my list. We talked about actually one, two, three. Fluttershy. I think we pretty much covered all the other ones. But you know what? There's an episode that I wanted to bring up. It's I don't know. It might be spoiler for you, Ariel. It's all spoilers. Uh, Power, Power Ponies. Season four, I had to write this down, episode six, when Spike and the main six become heroes in a comic book world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I had to watch that three times in a row because I was trying to find out what they weren't saying uh, the main six characters' superpowers were. And I kept going, okay, this one's this one. This one must be that one. That one must be that one. And the main villain in the comic book was called the Maniac. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. It was very mm-hmm. cute. Oh. It was very it, like you are gonna love that one. You're gonna love that one. I, I love in general when they get powers or when mm-hmm. they level up. Mm-hmm. Because when they get when they get their friendship stones. Yes. Um or their little necklaces and the she gems. gets her t- Yeah, yeah. When well, she gets her their little stones mm-hmm. and they level up when they wear their stones. Yeah. So they level up. They get these stones, all the elements of friendship. Well they get well, so I in the the episode one, season one, which is the movie, I see the stones. So they have the necklaces, but they don't yes. keep them on all the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. defeat, they, they use that to defeat Nightmare Moon. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, they're, they're I guess, locked away. I, think, away. I guess, I guess yeah. Princess Celestia keeps them, right? Well, they it's, it goes to a certain place. They, they ultimately have to use them again. It's elements of harmony. And when they mm-hmm. put them on to fight villains, they, they get the ultimate makeover, girly, glow up, level up ever like it is like the like the quintessential yeah. anime everything stops everything's shiny and, and their it's eyes flashy. turn white and have these white beams bursting right. out of them but sometimes. then <laughs> their their manes grow mm-hmm. right their uh, tails okay. grow they get a little they get little extra streaks of color it's obviously a product placement like yeah. these are the toys yeah this is like okay you have the main six like as is now you must get them leveled up because their hair is longer and this is a thing mm-hmm. and they're wearing these gems and Obviously, product placement. It worked on me. I wanted all of that. Yeah, like, I, I was too. like, oh my God, look at their I want glow the up. <laughs> look at their glow up. Like, they all got little extra streaks of color in their hair. Like, well, well, how'd that work for um, Rainbow Dash? Oh, she looks really Hers good. was really like. Because her hair was already it, rainbow. It, they made it like they, they cut it like that, that 80s rock star yeah. punk thing where mm-hmm. she was real short and cropped in the back, but it all is in the front. It was nice. And, and she was just, oh, oh. So she had the undercut? Yeah, you know so. I like that. They stay mm-hmm. giving Rainbow Dash an undercut All to right. make her look Jeez. more fierce. I'm, just, I'm so excited. Yo, the level up for ponies is is lit. So, um, no, right? Yeah, well, to see them get powers in yeah. in the comic book sense was like, oh, oh And yeah. then later on, I think is when they leveled up. Mm-hmm. I think they level up again too. Times. If it's if it's not in the regular series, I, I, I think it's it's. I might be getting it confused with Equestria Girls, but they know they definitely level up where their whole appearance changes. Yes. And when it's done, like when they're done defeating whatever it is, they go back to themselves again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just. <laughs> I love seeing team up You're level ups. It. it makes You're me happy. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me happy. Do you have another pony? Are we down to your. Um, so I, I do, but I it's my top. Okay. Pony. Okay. Um, so I kind of want to keep it to the end, unless, of course, somebody says it. But. I so can I talk about an episode that I thought was interesting? Yeah, please, please. Um, in place of my pony, so you know, so we already talk about Zakora and and the xenophobia mm-hmm. kind of episode. The other episode that I thought was interesting was when we meet Applejack's family, and I forget where they live, but they like live in the plains or whatever, okay. and they, and it's about them um, planting trees and the buffalo 
are don't want them to plant trees there and so there's this this feud and clearly the buffalo are indigenous peoples um so again so now it's this thing where we're talking about a real thing because this is a conversation that in a lot of ways we should still be having you know we you know especially in like philly you know you go places and it, and it they have native american names and it's mm-hmm. like but there are no native americans here That is problematic, you know, Mm -hmm. and and so the fact that they brought that up in the show. And and so, of course, the whole episode is about, you know, how do you coexist? How do you um, you are new and I have been here. But how do we but we're both here now. So what does that look like and how do we create community like a real community? Because we still haven't done that like mm-hmm. you know i mean and as in a lot of ways as a as a country as a, mm-hmm. a as a world really. i like i like the storyline yeah, yeah and so was... it was just really interesting to me and and i had to pause like i remember i actually stopped because again i i have it on while i'm like working on mm-hmm. my computer so i'm watching it and i'm working right. but i actually stopped what i was doing to like watch that episode because mm-hmm. it just you know it just kind of hit me like, like in my core yeah. it sneaks up on you some of these episodes will do like you said you just like when that whole season episode uh the season cliffhanger and then she kept going back in time like, Glimmer. Yeah, yeah. oh this hoe i was so tired of her it i was, was so tired of her it was very stressful to watch and i'm like why am i sitting on the edge of my seat watching this and i said because i'm frustrated mm-hmm. i didn't realize it but you you put it in words the best and i was like yeah this is this is what it is it's just um but yeah that one that one was a really good one like how do you get along between that and the episode when he introduced the Cora, um, how do you deal with when you don't see something that you recognize every day? Um, how do rumors get spread or mm-hmm. stereotypes get brought up? And how, who's spreading these words about this person and you haven't even got a chance to even meet them? Right. right. You know, and and even like, you saying that Pinkie Pie represented that mob mentality. Because mm-hmm. I do remember her. Panic. She kept singing the song and wanting everybody to sing the song. Mm-hmm. It was like, come on, sing it. Mm-hmm. And they would like sing it because she wanted them to. And I, you know, again, I was just like, she's being obnoxious. And mm-hmm. I think that was yeah. at a time where I was like, I don't know how I feel about Pinkie Pie. Yeah, exactly. Because um, she can be really over the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. she can be over the top. But that's perfectly what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's this <laughs> almost coming from the, it, it. It's made to seem innocent. It's like, no, no, I'm just trying to keep us all aware so we don't get hurt. But it's like, no, you're you're causing a panic. Yes, and you don't all have all the, and you don't have all the information. Right. Um, right. And, and that's what's happening and so it, that was like perfect I just never thought of it that way so I appreciate oh, yeah. so yeah. to talk about how Pinky has grown later on once they all settle into their you know court of friendship yes. roles <laughs> um, she becomes an ambassador to the north and meets the Yaks of Yak Yakistan yes. who yes. are this very proud ancient culture. Uh, sheltered culture um, that you know have not had any dealings with anybody outside of themselves in ever they're very self-sufficient yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like a big diplomatic thing um for her to be interacting with them and bringing them to equestria and showing them what ponies do and if they come we have to make sure that we have the best yak yakistanian food and (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just trying to make sure that their traditions are met when they're there and failing miserably because they're not yaks and the yaks are like this is yak not like um (laughs) you know that reminded me of uh the star trek uh New new country, you know which one. I'm yeah, um, Star Trek Six when they tried to do everything by the Klingons. Yes. The Klingons were like this is yes. trash, but I guess you're trying. As soon as I saw it, I said, "This looks very familiar." Yes. I know this so, one. <laughs> so it's very much like we're going to try to bring peace to this warrior group of people. Um, and Pinkie Pie, 
F's up mm-hmm. initially because she's trying to reach out to them in the way that she would want to be reached out to, not taking in consideration that it's not about her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, eventually befriends the yaks and, and learns their culture and becomes, you know, official yak mm-hmm. and, and, and all of the things. Um, since I felt that was important to see because she was the one that was kind of instigating against Sakura. Yes. And, and because she had that, that very, you know, I don't like it feel about Starlight Glimmer and that whole situation as well. Um, so to see Pinky then turn around and then use her bubbly friendship, laughter powers to befriend this group of people that is just not about that life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, was, was really cool to see, to see her grow. Um, but yeah, you're right. They do a lot of cool things where they touch about, you know, uh, how people are different and how to accept them. And, and uh, just because a person does things differently than you doesn't necessarily mean they're doing it incorrectly and, right. and, and all of those things. Um, and it really just brings up the, the magic of, of friendship. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now, I do have an episode, uh, Discord, featuring Discord. Oh, I love him so much. He's your conquest. Yes, yes, yes. He uh discordant harmony. Is he's he, not a pup. He's not a pony. He's not a pony. He's not a zebra. He's his he's like He's a draconiquist. Yeah, and he just he's his own again, another character that's very much in her own category because all the times that he becomes friends with a Fluttershy. Mm-hmm. And of all they, ponies. Of all the of ponies. All the ponies. He, this gets, this this jerk face. So so Discord <laughs> Great chaos around you. Is is like the the chaos being of this world. Like he only lives to make things difficult. And out of all the he ponies, like <laughs> he's 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 cute. So yeah, it's perfect that John cute. Delancey is his voice. Out of all the ponies for him to befriend, the fact that it's Fluttershy, and he's so very fond of Fluttershy. It makes sure that she has everything she needs. He and loves God forbid Fluttershy. Anybody say anything against Fluttershy? You got to deal with him. Yeah, he's very very defensive of her. Um. Go ahead. Oh, I like I like that um, episode because for a change, instead of uh, him coming to their realm, she gets invited to come to his. Mm-hmm. And he goes through this thought process where he's like, well, this is our first visit to my realm. Okay, oh, let me make one. some adjustments. Yeah, let me yeah, make yeah. some changes. And it's a hot mess <laughs> with regards to how he tries to make all these adjustments. And she's Fluttershy, is, you know, Fluttershy. And she's kind of giving him the side eye like, hey what are you doing? Well, you're supposed to be pretty much yourself. And I like the episode because it was the re-emphasis of the fact that they're saying, if you're going to be who you are, don't change for anybody else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Keep being who you are. Fluttershy, she's your friend. She's always going to be your friend. She's not going to judge you for where you live or what your place looks like. Just be who you are. She's been your friend all this time. Stick with it. So that's what I liked about that particular episode a lot. And it also... To, to piggyback on what you were saying about being true to yourself mm-hmm. in discord's attempt to normalize his space to make <clears throat> or quote unquote normalize his space to make fluttershy feel more at ease there it it it, it was a counteractive to who he was so with him having all of this normal stuff in his house being the the god of discord essentially of chaos <laughs> He started to cease to exist. Mm-hmm. So he's oh, like yeah. wearing a, a sweater vest and got glasses on and make cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> and, you know, his house looks like her house and she's like all happy to be there. She's like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> I was expecting tea that, that, that or something, like, you, know? you know what I mean? Like something, anything. This is bizarre. 
this is not what I expected. And he's like, oh, I can't imagine why. And it slowly but surely starts to disappear. It yeah. starts to vanish. And mm-hmm. she's like, you're the god of chaos. Like, you can't make sense. It is literally going to destroy you if you make sense. Right. And she goes through it like, I-, I love you for who you are. Like, you're my friend because you're crazy and weird. Yeah. Not because I need you to be like me. I appreciate that, but don't, you know? Right. And it just really... Because Discord was a whole pain in the butt initially. He yeah. was a He was a huge problem so this there's a recurring theme here right Mm -hmm. all of these characters come in and they have a lot of these irreprehensible qualities and do these really dastardly things Mm -hmm. but as soon as the main six gets through with them they become more responsible emotionally uh and and really take time and consideration to make sure that other people are 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 thought of when they go about their everyday life yeah. Um, and so it sounds really wishy-washy and hokey and like, oh God, everybody's friends. But it's like, yo, these these characters did not start off as their friends. Like, this was, this was work. This is two, three <laughs> seasons of work yeah, right. to get these people on your side. Um, and they're not changing them. I mean, mm-hmm. they changed Discord a little bit. He's a lot less malicious than he was. Because yeah. he was alone. <laughs> yeah, he was very he's malicious. <laughs> um, and there was even a cool episode, a cool arc that tried to play on that vulnerability of his mm-hmm. um oh when, this is the big one when she became busy and he didn't he felt neglected or something like that i forgot no it was the season it was a, se- a season finale it? one it was the one where they released a ball from hades and he came back and started oh, sucking all the energy from the unicorns got all strong and whatnot one. and everybody was like what's going on ponies across crestia yeah. are getting all jacked up we don't know what's happening <laughs> and the princesses were like there's a disturbance in the force <laughs> like everybody yeah, well, was like it's I a big deal. That yeah, that was the that was the like the pivotal point for me mm-hmm. as a fan watching this show. Yeah, it was cool seeing Zakora. Yeah, the Buffalo episode was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um uh the the ex the Philadelphia, the Manhattan, yeah. the Canterlot, you know, all of that was cool. Uh seeing the Crystal Empire and the fact that there was all other ponies, okay, cool. What got me was the that I think it was the end of season four, beginning of season five, somewhere in that ballpark. Twilight had just become an alicorn. Okay. She did one of Star Swirl, the bearded spells, and got her wings because she had done the spell so perfectly. Um, and that's when she becomes the princess of friendship. Well, up until she was like the first princess in eons you know because yeah, celestia apparently cadence had been around for a while because they'd known about the crystal empire or no she was an alicorn anyway she just didn't have a kingdom exactly That's she, what was it was. Without. she was a alicorn but she just didn't have a, a kingdom to rule over until um the crystal empire surfaced for lack of a better term yeah okay well this demon guy i can't remember his name it's gonna drive me crazy i wish we had someone to google all that um but he it breaks free of, of Tartarus or Hades or whatever yes. and starts draining all of the energy from all the unicorn ponies and gets stronger and stronger and stronger. <sighs> and the force starts to get like disrupted and the princesses get together and they're like, we need to do something about this. I think so-and-so is out. How do we combat him? If, if he can drain energy from people, we are the, th- we are the three most powerful beings mm-hmm. in Equestria. Like he cannot get our power we need you to hang on to the keys for a second, Twilight. Twilight's like, okay, whatever you need me to do, let's mm-hmm. go. They're like, no, no, we need you to hold the keys. And they basically put all of their magic into oh, yeah. her mm-hmm. so that he can't yeah. take it from them. 
because this being was so powerful they was, knew was he like black and red yeah he I was like a, he was like name. a centaur kind of yeah, looking he thing was very very dark he's very scary he started off like all gnarled and stuff and eventually mm-hmm. just got beastly because he started taking everybody's very power muscular like um, and everything and uh you know they were like they better than they, we need to stop him they were like we can't stop him because mm-hmm. all he's going to do is take our energy and- we need to put it somewhere hey, we're going to give you the keys. And Twilight was like, okay, well, I'm sure the power of my friends. They're like, no, no, you can't tell your friends nothing, girl. This is this is princess stuff. This is princess level stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is above their pay grade. I know you think you, you know what I mean, but right. they're not Go ready. your own, girl. <laughs> we don't even think you're ready, but we ain't got a choice. Right. So they put all their powers into her, and she's you know, trying to sit on it. She's extremely powerful. Like, walking down the street is like, she's moving fast as rainbow <laughs> dashes. Like, her doing yeah. basic magic lights a room up. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. And her friends are slowly like, what's wrong with Twilight? She's like, nothing, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and compartmentalizes and, and hides it from everybody. But eventually, dude comes to collect. And the princesses are all there like, what's good? Mm-hmm. And he tries to take their power and he finds that they can't. And he's like, where did you put it? They're like, ha. We ain't telling you Jack, son. And he's like, whatever, and banishes them to where he was, I guess. So he's sitting pretty and convinces Discord to help him. Where do I find the princesses? How do I find this? Discord's like, you right. I ain't no chump. I'm going to help you out because I'm bigger than this. Blah, blah, blah. Right? And um, eventually they get to the castle and they're looking at everything and they're redecorating. And he's like, oh, this this fourth princess. Are you playing around? Is there a fourth princess? And he's like, oh, that's just Twilight Sparkle. He's like, there's a fourth princess? You didn't tell me there was four of them. This is why this isn't working yet. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, she's, that's whatever. It's Twilight. He's yeah. like, we need this fourth pony. They get into this end-all, be-all battle, Ariel, where they are, like, moving mountains and blowing holes in the side of volcanoes. And, like, got real. it just it gets this super cosmic, like, Superman versus the Hulk Ew. fight. Like, it's just real, real life, like, mm-hmm. I ain't got the words. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to say the things without... Like- reacting the way because oh, I fudge. I was like oh snap oh snap Twilight you want oh she alright that's because you can't come with Twilight son you don't know about that Alicorn magic son she's gonna come out the at the at the Hades son be strong son you don't know about this Alicorn stuff son have a seat son that's why she pumped you in your chest son like it was just like yeah when they battle they were not show, pulling they punches they were mm-hmm. not pulling punches it wasn't cute pony stuff they was fighting really excited they was yeah. fighting they to was fighting the show. they was fighting it's very surprising like when i tell a lot of people like you watch this i said you have to watch the episodes to start getting they it. was fighting <laughs> they all put their magic into twilight she eventually wins with the help of her friends because friendship is magic that's right and it's it's <laughs> it's uh it's discord that helps at the end even though homeboy was like, yeah, your homie Discord is the one that showed me the keys. He's the one who gave me the password stuff. That's your friend? Is this his, is this your friend? <laughs> <laughs> is this your friend? And uh, it was really like just I was not expecting it to yeah. get that real like epic battle of the clashed titans whatever you want to describe it like twilight went ham mm-hmm. and i was like okay she might not be my favorite pony but, but that's my princess y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right that's my princess though because like, i'm with her i love your summary i love that she was oh i'm telling you i was cussing up a storm ariel because it was a middle of i wasn't ready it was it was my wine little right. ponies 
Vineyards are Magic special, and uh, this epic <laughs> stuff pops up, and I was hollering at Discord. I thought we was friends, bro. I thought we reformed you. Now you selling me out to this dog, right? And now my princess out here knuckling. She a princess. She's not supposed to be knuckling. What's wrong with you? Like, It's amazing how that writing is still strong yeah. after all those seasons. And I look at the writers, and I say, everything that they do literally has a purpose whether it's in the front or the background of things but it comes back up later on that continuity like you were talking about that continuity is strong it's like harry potter continuity yeah like characters that you they're introduced that you think are throwaways Mm -hmm. at the end end up being super super pivotal and you're like i was not expecting this to be a thing and it it's it's totally a thing. And it forces you to always go back and watch an episode. Like, wait, oh, what did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I did restart a couple. Because mm-hmm. I was like, wait, I, I wasn't paying close enough attention. Mm-hmm. Something happened. Yeah. I need to go back. I- I'll be honest. I skip a lot of the Cootie Mark Crusader episodes mm-hmm. at first. Because I'm really just... Mm. At first I was like that, too. And then I was like, wait a minute. How Something did happen? I miss something? Something happened. I think I was skipping episodes and I skipped the episode when they... And, they and, and I was like, oh, I got to go back and watch this. Because I don't... <laughs> we don't been through so much. <laughs> Like how to? I was like, I felt like that kid that really should have done their homework that night before, yeah. but really, really somehow missed that one line. Mm-hmm. And when I was studying that, I should have used for the test that next day. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. I yeah. was like, whoa. Or, or like here? when you're reading along, you're all reading a book in class, and you're not there one day in school, and you come back the next day, and everybody's talking about something that happened. You're like, wait, what? Like, I, that's, I missed that. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah so I had to, I had to go back. They give it that. Oh man. I will see your rainbow dash and see you a star, or not starfire, um, Spitfire. She's the commander of the the Wonderbolts. Oh, okay. She's a strong, she's not a stronger flyer than rainbow dash is, but she's more experienced. She has that that general leadership. And and give, I like the fact that rainbow dash, who is so ballsy, for lack of a better term, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. respects Spitfire mm-hmm. and Spitfire has no problems with putting her in her face and plus she got the you know yeah. I like a badass <laughs> rad haircut her haircut sharp um, so you don't have any more ponies I'm trying to think I'm looking through my list because my next one I, I got I got theories and it's 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 a it can be a game changer well can I okay well I got one I just want to say oh I yeah your I final well not my final but I don't know enough about her to really for her to like be on the list on the list but mm-hmm. I want to, I want her to be amazing, Princess Ooh. Luna. Yeah, yes. Because in yes. the beginning, yes. I mean, so you see her as the enemy, and then she comes back, and she's kind of dealing with the fact that people are scared of her, and, and trying to live down that. Um, when she was shouting. Yeah, and she, she didn't like, realize she oh, was shouting. Like, oh. I'm speaking in the royal, you know, da, 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 like all that, yeah, and, and, scare and scaring everybody. Yeah. And but she's trying to live down her. Um, nightmare moon phase yeah her nightmare moon like that that uh history and the way that people Mm -hmm. see her that reputation um and and so i just want her to be dope especially because again she's a black pony yes um and i think so i said i silver spoon was like the second prettiest pony i thought despite the fact that i don't like silver spoon but Mm -hmm. i think her coloring is so pretty um uh, Luna, yeah, she's because her mane her is like a night sky. Mm-hmm. I was like, she is beautiful, um, and so I, I was really hoping that she gets to play a bigger role, like as the story goes, and we get to see her really shine. You do as the princess. We do see is. more from Luna. Um, I, I wish she was blacker. I'll be honest. I'll put that. And you well, know I mean, but she, they're doing the thing where she's black as she, but she has like the purple outline. But I think, I think that makes sense for as bright as the show is. I feel like the princess of nighttime should be black as night. I'm saying. 
Well, okay. you know, well maybe and then we have Black phonies matter. One thing that we didn't talk about were the other species. The changelings. Oh, the, the changelings. Mm. Have you come across them? No, yet? what this show is crazy. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's hot, like, what is the demographic? It's like, I, you know, I see my little ponies and I'm thinking four year olds. It's like, this is on some gargoyles level. Yes. You weren't really ready. Yes. Because, like, watching, like, I liked gargoyles growing up, but I was older. So I was mm-hmm. I, in high school watching gargoyles. I'm like, who is this? Mm-hmm. You really think 10 year olds get this? This is deep. We're going to Avalon. And so yeah. now I feel like, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the de- demographic for this. Um, is like you know a five year old, but it's like it's so much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And and you know I I have people like I have grown folks that buy My Little Pony comics, and you know n- no judgment, but it's like I don't get it. But now I get it. I'm mm-hmm. with you, son, and we will to those customers. We'll talk about it mm. yeah. next time I see you. So yeah, the the changelings and chrysalis, the symbol queen chrysalis, the symbolism. I think when we talk about uh, what symbolism, color. Tell me. colorism. Tell me. You think about Luna. You think about Zakora, And then think about the changelings. Visually. Oh, all the black ponies is evil! No! Well, well, no, because there's a couple dark ones. Okay, Three, three right. different types. So they're not going to say, okay, we're all going to have this one group be this one way. Like, we've got the Nightmare Moon, Luna. She was one way because she had that resentment and that bitterness in her heart and made her one kind of way. But then she changed. Then you have, of course, Zakora. At first, you're trying to figure out where does she fit into the scheme of the main six. Mm -hmm. And then you have the changelings that come later on down the pike. Right. Where the changelings, like you said, they're evil. But are all of them evil? Right. That's the question. Okay. And that, you know, it's one of those dynamics that they they subtly just pop up and bring up. And I'm thinking that they're going to drop it, but then I'm like, they brought them back. Oh, this is interesting. And they changed them. Yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah. They they changed. Well, some. So of them. so Queen <laughs> Queen Chrysalis. Um, I don't know. They're they're called changelings. Okay. I guess they they look like ponies, but they also look kind of insecty as well. Yes. Okay. Um. A and holy. They can. They're changelings. They can infiltrate your entire life, and you'll never know because yes. they blend. They feed off of friendship or something. Love, yes. hate. It's uh, uh. Well, originally I think it was types of hate that's what empowered them. I think. Yeah. Then... So they they were spiteful and lived off of hate, and uh, one of them, th- thorax, thorax rose up. Yes. And challenged Queen Chrysalis because he was still a changeling, but he wanted friends. and he was a little guy. And befriended mm-hmm. uh, Spike, actually. Mm-hmm. Him and Spike That's became right. friends. And, um, you know, basically... Spike would vouch for him, right? Spike vouched for him and saying that, you know, not all changelings are evil. And it happened right around the time that the baby was getting christened. It was the chrysaline. <gasps> That's what it was. That's right. It was That's the right. So, so uh, Shining Armor and Princess Cadence had a baby. It was a big deal because adorable um, <laughs> because she was an alicorn and they had never seen an alicorn birth before. Oh, okay. so it was a big deal. Then the, so was the baby born an alicorn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. She was born a, an alicorn, is. and they call the main six up because it's a big thing. They have the crystalling or christening, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the crystal heart is supposed to be the thing that keeps the crystal empire mm-hmm. safe and away from the snow. It's the middle of the snow. It's the middle of the, the Arctic tundra mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So the crystal heart is what protects. The, the kingdom. kingdom and you're supposed to take a gem shard and place it in the heart and it's the symbolism and it's part of the kingdom and the mm-hmm. unity and blah 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 whatever well the baby freaks out shrieks breaks the crystal heart yes. and 
then weakens the power and the changelings start to come in because it's no longer protected and we find out that not all changelings are bad and they don't have to feed off of hate they can feed off of love and friendship instead and Queen mm-hmm. Chrysalis has a problem with that because mm-hmm. she can't have her people overrising and stuff so mm-hmm. it's this whole other arc yeah, it's, Queen, it's, Queen Crystal's ain't de- ain't dealt with either. She ran no, away, but she's, she'll be back. She'll yeah, be back. she's unresolved. We're wait, waiting on her. I'm waiting on that one. <laughs> she was kind of nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. She was the only one that called herself Queen, first of all, instead of Princess. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, sure was. and was very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just is regrouping right now. Um, so the fact that Flurry Heart, what's the baby's name, was born was a big deal because not only was it an alicorn birth, mm-hmm. but it was a royal birth as well. On top of that. Mm-hmm. So there was some, I think it was like a chrysler, it was some type of wizard mm-hmm. that they had to have for her, chrys- like christening the baby. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it was a protocol thing. Tradition passed down through whatever generations. And Starlight Glimmer, who's now friends with them at this point, she's one of, she's Twilight's pupil. It's like, oh, I know a wizard. Mm-hmm. He's my homie Sunburst. He was separated from me when I was a kid because he was such a powerful wizard. He lives in yeah. the Crystal Kingdom now. Mm-hmm. He'll be perfect. Mm-hmm. So she goes to find Sunburst, and he's like, oh, uh, <laughs> wow, it's really nice to see you. Um, How are you? <laughs> I got to go. Bye. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And, and it's like the not like the worst time because not only was an assignment for her to find an old friend and reconnect mm-hmm. and you know do the whole friendship thing because Starlight Glimmer needs help being friends because she's terrible at it let's be honest mm-hmm. um, but he's also like the most powerful she was told the most powerful wizard in the Crystal Empire so we needed them for the baby mm-hmm. Sunburst who's on my list is a unicorn that we see with a cape as an adult when they flash back and see him as a kid he's just a unicorn but we see him as a cape as an adult and eventually through friendship and magic, <laughs> he gets over <laughs> his insecurities. Thing. Yeah, he gets over his his insecurities and steps up and you know leads the baby and and is responsible for yeah. her magical upbringing and and really finds his own and comes into his own worth in the scheme of things. Mm-hmm. So that arc is taken care of. <laughs> I disagree. You think something else? Is I coming think. To... Okay. I think that Sunburst is an alicorn. Ooh, but. His wings are not fully deformed, fully formed, kind of okay. in the way that Scootaloo's are too mm-hmm. small for her to be able to fly. I think <laughs> what happened was Sunburst went to the Crystal Kingdom, mm-hmm. do some studying, found a spell that he wasn't supposed to be able to do yet due to his power. I mean, where his yeah. talent was somehow pulled it off, but botched it. And got these wings, but they're not big enough. And got that's it. why he keeps a cape over, over himself. Mm-hmm. First, I didn't think about the cape, right? Until Twilight was like, hey, Starlight, Sunburst's come to town. Y'all should connect. You know, be, be friends with your old friend. And Sunburst kicks in the door. Boom, come on, let's go. We're going to have a fun day. It'll be great. We're going to do all the things and he's explore like, Ponyville. And he's like, okay, it's 5 a.m. <coughs> <coughs> Apparently, just smoked a cigar. Um, <laughs> it's 5 a.m. <laughs> I'm tired. The sun's not even up yet. What do you mean? She's like, come on, it'll be great. He's like, okay. She's just standing there, and he's like, can I, can I get dressed? She's like, oh, right, and leaves. And I'm like, why did he feel the need to cover up? Mm. Oh, yes. Right. Oh. Why did he feel the need to cover up? He's a pony. What's he got? He's, what? He's what? like, oh, I'm so bashful. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Why did he cover that up? 
He also has a little goatee thing, mm-hmm. right? Which is a very unicorn, like a classical unicorn thing. Mm-hmm. Unicorns are always goats, technically. But I'm like, I think Sunburst is an alicorn, botched up a spell, can't show his wings, and that's why he wears that cape. Because in the, the season seven finale, where we find out who those original elements of Harmony came from, mm-hmm. and they find out the Pony of Shadows, and oh my gosh, you guys are, oh, you aren't ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not even caught up to the, oh. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. Spoilers. Sunburst Keep comes into his own and helps them immensely because he is also talented. He might not be as strong magically as Starlight and Twilight Sparkle, but <clears throat> he's knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Like, he's book smart. So whatever they don't know, he can probably figure it out. Okay. Um, he's their resource. Right. Yeah. Which is why I think he probably researched some spell, tried to do it before he was ready, effed it up, <laughs> and now has these little dinky wings that he hides <laughs> because they're like a permanent badge of... Shame. Yeah. Right. And he can't... Or failure. He doesn't have anybody to go to because there are no male ponies. No more male alicorns. That's true. So... He is unique. There's that. That's interesting. Okay. He's not my top pony, but <laughs> we, we have to get into your top pony. But don't we? We have to go to the garden as well. It's garden party that we must, we must, we delve into. Garden. But before we get into your garden, oh, oops, we'll save it for the end. When we get out of the garden. We're going to find out what. And now, let's step out into Ariel's garden for some suggested reading to brighten your day. All right, guys. So I actually had another suggested read, but we're talking ponies, so I was like, I can't do that because it's heavy. It's real. We'll get into it next time. Uh, So just real quick, uh, my suggested read, uh, for those of you who may not be reading it because of its title and and what it seems to be about, Snot Girl, um, uh, issue one uh, was originally published in July 20th, 2016. Uh, writer Brian Lee O'Malley and artist Leslie Hung. Um, it is uh, an image book. Mm. I'm making sure I'm not saying that wrong. Yeah, it's image. Um, and yeah, it's it's like this, you know, green-haired, uh, kind of vapid um, fashion blogger. And and so in in a lot of ways, maybe she's rarity. Uh, and, and because even as I was reading the book, I kept saying like, man, I really shouldn't like this girl, but I, but you do. And then it gets into this really weird mystery. She takes, um, uh, 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 what, when the drugs aren't certified yet, uh, try like a, right. a trial drug. Mm-hmm. And then all of this stuff starts to happen. Things that it's like, I, well, is it real? Is it not real? Like you're, you're not really under sure what's happening like the more I read the book the more confused I get and the more excited I am to read the next issue um, good thing about this one is it's already collected in two trades so uh, you can start reading that and you'll you'll have a little reading to do and then you can catch up with the single issues so cool. that is Arielle's secret uh, secret read read in her secret garden <laughs> <laughs> that's snot girl snot girl gotcha. by Brian Lee O'Malley Leslie Hung gotcha nice snot girl so snot now I'm curious Who's your top pony? So my top pony, oddly enough, is Applejack. Ah! And it's Did you know it's an Applejack? 
Be- Why? Well, and it's funny because why is that the- sugar cube? Because well, at first <laughs> I was hating on the Earth ponies because it's like, why would you want to be an Earth pony when you could have had wings or <laughs> they don't have a choice, Ariana? I know, but I was like, Earth. no, I don't want this. So, so you know, so I was, I was just like, an Earth pony that just seems kind of whack. But um, I, I like, I, I like Applejack. I think her her trait is honesty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think at the end of the day, I see a lot of myself in Applejack. Like she is me. It's like she's. Um, an entrepreneur like she you know she works her family's farm and there are episodes where other people can't pull the weight that that they need to so she's out there and and Mm -hmm. like overdoing it not asking for help Um, Mm -hmm. that like that is me in a nutshell and I was just like man I I just really um, just appreciate her and I you know you she's not you know magical in the same sense that the, the Pegasus or the the unicorn is, but she you know she is valuable and yeah. you know she's she adds to this group. She's strong and she's mm-hmm. strong, yeah. And 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 again, just a, she's an uh, a honest person, a hard worker. Um, and I just come away really like, man, I she is my favorite. Mm-hmm. She is my favorite. Interesting, All right? Yeah, the little blonde girl. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> She is the blonde. <laughs> you would think that Pinkie Pie is the blonde, but it's you, definitely yep. it's definitely it's Applejack. There so you go, dispelling stereotypes. That's right. <laughs> Interesting. Love it. Love it. Do you have a top pony? Uh, well, aside from Pinky, I would I'd really her and her sister, I think Maud, Maud really honestly would be at the top for me, like I had said earlier. It's just something about her that was very steady, mm-hmm. very like her presence was strong, just like uh, Big Mac was, mm-hmm. and I thought that even though she knew that her sister was very different than herself and the rest of the family, she accepted her as she was, and that's what I liked about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Rarity was my top pony. <laughs> really, the bougie she was, pony because she was the one that surprised me the most. Okay. You know, I I understand. Or at least I understood why all of the others had their popularity. You know, because Applejack was hella popular. Right. I mean, she and she wins the award like most whatever pony. Yeah, she does. yeah she I does. forget what the award was, but at a couple of events, as a matter of fact. Yeah. 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 So, she like top pony out there. Mm-hmm. She right. is dispelling stereotypes. It's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Earth pony, mm-hmm. <laughs> and stronger than you. <laughs> uh, her and her and Rainbow Dash are voiced by the same actress, um, and it's it's just a credit to her her work to know that they. Sounds similar, but also very different at the same time. These are two very down earth, strong ponies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Rainbow's not really <laughs> down, down to earth per se, <laughs> but she's definitely uh, confident. Those those characters are very confident, right? And sure about who they are, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I understood why people would be drawn to them. I understood why people would be drawn to Pinkie Pie because mm-hmm. of how hype she is and just full of fun and laughter, and and I understood why why people would be interested in, in Twilight because she's so brainy and and all of that but rarity was really the one that i was not i didn't understand where she fit in and and i'm just like yo she's that's my girl now when she put them tracks in her head i said oh this is it this has been so much fun yeah thank you so much yanni for coming thank you for having me pinkie pie triple great yeah. If, if folks want to find out more about you and your cosplay ventios, where where can they go to find out more information? Well, on Facebook, we on, I'm listed under Adia Cosplay, A D Y A Cosplay, on Facebook and on Instagram as Adia Cos, A D Y A C O S. They can find me on both sites there also as cool. well. 
Cool. Thank cool. you again for having me. I've had a great time. Of course. Crew, everybody, thank you so much. This has been awesome. And I wore this, you know, this shirt, especially today. I am so can glad. You, can you spot the original? The original? Which one is the oh. original? Oh, that's right, because she had a thing. Oh, wow. Oh, there she is. Oh! Look at her hair. Look at look at Pinky's hair. First of all, is the original from like Gen One? Yes. Yeah. That's, oh my you can god. Tell her. Oh yeah, because they had those defined like they eyebrows. They look like ponies. Yeah. Ponies. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. had like horse like actual horse faces. Right. Yeah. On the mic, hon. On the mic, hon. On the mic, hon. On the mic. Oh, okay. And this shirt is based off of the season three, episode three, episode called Too Many Pinkie Pies. Yeah, where she gets into that pool and, and multiplies so that herself. Mirror thing. Oh, gosh. What's, I, what's cute is a, I got so a, couple much of, to learn. a couple of them kind of pop up in other episodes. Yes, they do. Too. In the bushes or something. Yeah, you'll see them <laughs> randomly. It's so funny. Oh, are my. they sentient or are they just kind of like dumb copies? Oh, Go ahead and watch the episode. All right, all right, all right. for you. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find this and each and every other podcast done by Black Triples in the morn on blacktriples.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, if you do find us on iTunes, please rate, like, share, suggest, blow us up because we need it. We're on the YouTubes. We're on the Twitters. We're on the Instagrams. We're on the Facebooks, all at Black Triples. If you have a question about this or any other show, hit us up at blacktriples at gmail.com. Tune in next week as we continue Top 10 Summer. Uh, with the Bat Tribbles picks of top 10 Netflix series. It's about to get intense in here next week. So tune in uh, next week, Thursday, 9 p.m. on WPPM 106.5 FM for Pinkie Pie Tribble, for the Uncanny Tribble, for the Super Saiyan Tribble, for the Master Tribble, the Super Tribble, the Spider Tribble, the Bat Tribble, the Cosplay Tribble, and all the Tribbles listening at home in space and at sea. This is Storm Tribble saying, live long and prosper. Friendship is magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.